All right, there it is, a Thursday, the 22nd day of February, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That is me. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, empty seat right now. There's Nelson. and Hello, Nelson. Good morning. And there's Kyle. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine on social uh, give us a like, share, follow, and listen to the BS on the podcast, uh, I mean on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. And if you want to get the podcast, you can do that on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Uh, I was going to start off the show with uh, talking about Nikki D's uh, big uh, speaking engagement, the mm-hmm. the Ted Roll talk the yesterday. Ted roll talk. The Ted Roll <laughs> talk yesterday, but uh, I guess there was some crazy after party at the elementary school making her late for work this morning. Well, fourth graders, they know how to get down. I was like, if you stick around uh, after you speak today, you can have some some more punch. This pun- th- this is special punch, Miss Yeah, Miss Nikki. Uh, but I guess uh, I don't know what happened. So she's not here. So hope she hopefully she'll pop in today. I know I saw her. Hopefully reel. she'll pop in today. She'll be here. <laughs> Swing I'm by. I saw she's not there yet. I saw I saw her reel yesterday, and she was talking about how she felt like a celebrity at an elementary school. And I and and then like the second part of the reel that. That cut into it. She looked like uh, some kind of Martian where she's walking. Did you see it? <laughs> I've not seen the real. Let me go look. <laughs> I'm like sitting there and I'm listening. She's like, you know, I felt like a celebrity twice in my life. Once I was um, once I was uh, doing an event for you know, the old show in Atlanta and uh-huh. people came up to me and it was very exciting. And then the second time I felt like a celebrity, I was out in elementary school. And then it cuts to like this cartoon face person walking down the street. And I'm like, what is this? Who is- oh, I did see that. That filter has got to go. I what? love that filter. Oh, there she is. <laughs> oh, my God. Nikki D. <laughs> I'm here. Why do you have New Year's glasses on? These aren't New Year's oh. glasses. These are my regular glasses. I've never seen you wear those big, thick mamas. Because I just got them. Oh, They're that- extremely dope. I like them very much. Thank They're- you, Kyle. Kyle, stop. Every time. No, Thank you sick. so much. I like your glasses, too, for what it's worth. <laughs> Nelson, yours yeah. as well. So, uh, Mine are just all right. So what's up? What, what Was a big after party yesterday? Is that where <laughs> no, you're there was no after party. I guess I subconsciously, is that the right word to use? No. I was pressing... <laughs> um, <laughs> I was pressing my snooze button, like, in my sleep. Yeah. Well, so as I was driving be... to work, my my alarm was still going off. I'm like, what in the world's going on? Yeah, it was a big uh, big day yesterday. Uh, we were thinking that they had some, like, crazy after punch. No, there was no, <laughs> there was no crazy after punch. No. Teacher's lounge. Yeah, teacher. No, 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 no. When I, I went to the school and saw the kids, and it was... From the time I walked in the school to the time I left, everybody there was so nice and so welcoming. Like, it was a really, it was a really fun experience. Here's the problem. I know you're joking, here's, but it, it was great. Here's the problem with her being late, and uh, it's, this is going to drive me nuts for the next four hours. She's breaking uh-huh. the cardinal rule of the studio, but I can't say anything because I'm assuming that she didn't get up in time to shower or, you know, oh, something. No. She just, she just overdosed on whatever cologne that she wears. It's like too <laughs> much Dracar. <laughs> She's got way too much Dracar on this morning. And is that what happened? You just got out and you went, psh, 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 Dracar. No, I, I have the same amount of everything on that I normally have on. What, we're trying to figure out the Martian face in your reel yesterday. What is that? It's Why'd just you? my little alter ego face that I like to use. Oh, okay. So you did that on purpose. Yes, I did it on purpose. You oh. thought it was an accident? Oh, well, we didn't know. We were just talking about that. We didn't know. It was like you're walking and then the next clip you had this like... Weird kind of cartoon face, and you're like, wow. Because I put it on. Wow, wow, wow. You love that cartoon face. I do. Why? I don't know why. Because she's cute. No. 
No, you're cute. That cartoon face is weird looking. Oh, oh she's cute. Nelson, she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did uh, what did some of the things the kids ask you yesterday at this TED roll talk? Um, so here's here's the most. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the interesting things they asked me. Then I'll tell you the one serious question I got. So one little boy raises his hand and he says, um, "How, how long did it take you to get your nails done?" <laughs> I was like, uh, it took me a couple hours, and he's like, "Gosh!" Then he raises his hand again, and he says, "How does it feel having a lip ring in your mouth?" And I'm like, um, "Again, it, it's the same as it probably feels with the earring you have in your ear." So some pressing radio questions. Right? <laughs> they right. asked me almost zero radio questions. The only radio questions they asked me was, "What time do I get up in the morning?" And you say I'm usually late. I'm never late. <laughs> and then they asked me, um, yeah. what time do you get up in the morning? <laughs> I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm never late. Um, and then they asked me, um, these are very violent kids. They're not yeah, violent they are. kids. They're axing you all the time. Well, God, all these axes. They asked me like the time of the show and, and stuff like that. They didn't really ask me any. Oh, what celebrity I interviewed? Have I mm. have I met Taylor Swift? That was the big mm. question I got in every classroom I went to. Was, Did you lie and tell them yeah? That's no, what I would have done, right? No, yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie to the kids. When I meet Taylor Swift, then I'll tell people I actually met Taylor Swift. I'm mm. not gonna make it up. So I told them the truth. Did you sign anybody up? Do we have any interns coming in? We have no interns coming in because we don't do internships anymore. But the one question that I did get asked that just kind of tugged at my heartstrings a little bit, this cute uh, little girl, she was so small and petite and just quiet in nature. She raises her hand, and I can barely hear her. That's how quiet she is. And she says, have you ever had to deal with being bullied on your job? And how did you handle it? Great, here it I comes. was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> she is such a cute little fourth grader. This is a serious question. I'm friends with someone in your building, and I heard you work with Jason <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> so I told her, I said, um, a lot of people have different definitions of bullying. But for what the definition of bullying means to me, um, I've never been bullied in my life. And I said, I'm going to give you one good piece of advice on why Um, That is, and what you can do if you ever encounter a bullying situation. I said in life, people can only do to you what you allow. So don't allow somebody to bully you, and they can't. Wow. And she was like, oh, thank you. And then the the teachers were all like, oh, my God, that's great. I'm like, that's my life advice. Wow. You probably felt strong about that afterwards, huh? I did. Yeah, you should. That was good. That was strong. Like, that's right up there with my dad's advice of, well, Josh, if you're feeling depressed, just don't be sad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dad. (laughs) Got it. You're never hungry if you don't think about food. Right. Fair. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Those without air don't mind breathing. What? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and there was this little boy. He was so cute. He he came up and he said, can you say my name on the radio tomorrow? I said, what's your name? He said, it's Jason. I said, well, that'll be easy for me to do. The host of my show, his name is Jason. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So then he walks off. Probably two minutes later, he comes back. He's like, can you say well, Bailey? Can you say my last name? Bailey? Can you say Bailey? <laughs> I guess he thought about it like, well, I don't want people to think I'm him. I want to make sure they know I'm this Jason. <laughs> That's good. God, kids are constant self-promoter. They were so cute. So when's the next Ted Roll talk? I actually have to go back today. To the same school? Yes. Why? Because she I was left supposed her to go- after the party. <laughs> yeah, she, she left her bag at the in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> I was supposed to go to four classrooms, and I when I got to the other classes, I think I stayed in them too long because 
that I I was in there. Because the lights were off? No, because I, I talked to the kids. <laughs> then I took, everybody wanted me to give them autographs. So I, I signed oh a God. piece of paper oh, with my name incredible. on it for all the kids. Uh, and I did that in two classrooms. So by the time I got to the third classroom, the teacher yeah. was like, we get out in yeah. 10 minutes. You know, it's important for people to find their sweet spot, no matter where it's at. If this is Nikki's sweet spot, this is going to be great. That she's just going to be, she's going to screech the situation. She's just yeah. going to be camping out at middle schools, elementary school. <laughs> and she's going to mark out for all these kids because they're marking out for her. Right. That's fantastic. They were cute. Yeah. So I, it's one classroom I didn't get to, and I told the teacher, I'll, I'll come to his class today. And I'll just have to, how old are these kids? Probably like 11, they're in 12? They're fourth grade. I think they're ninth or ten, nine or 10. Okay, so let's grade. say 10 years old. So I'll just sit around and wait another 20 years to get ratings um, from, uh-huh. this, from this audience that we're talking <laughs> yeah. to. Playing the long build. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> nope, I gave every one of those kids stickers, and they have parents. Watch their parents will tune in. Okay, well, I Hello? hope so. When they ask for an autograph, you go, your parent have a meter? No? <laughs> All right. No, don't ask that. Do, do you know Nikki how the- Don't ever I ask that. I will never ask that, no, so you do already you know, know I won't. Do you know how the rating system works no, in the I business? Won't. Mm, all right. You heard of PPM? Uh, all How right. would you like to earn 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. So Jokes. Uh, if you're looking for more Pearl Jam tickets, we got those for you here. Once again, we'll do three degrees of Pearl Jam here at the end of this hour. Uh, I'm sure if it goes anything like yesterday, the answers will be in the audio that we'll play for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, the oh, audience no. is going to pay today. The pay today. <laughs> it's going to take six days. <laughs> What? Is this round? I'm doing it All right. Brett Michaels tickets uh, close to 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of nothing personal. Good stuff in between. Your participation is a must. So if you'd like to do that, 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. Appreciate you being here. Give us a minute. Hang on. It's amazing what can get you pulled from your gig. Just the video of Matt Barnes. Uh pulled from his analyst job with NBC Sports California after the altercation with uh, the referees and even the kid announcer, uh, which has got to drive you nuts, right? A guy that played in the NBA for all these years, you know, he's got plenty of seven figures in his bank account, (laughs) and he's going to a kid's basketball game. It's his kid's basketball game. And, uh, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's passionate. The kids are out there. Kid gets fouled or something. I think that's how the story plays out. Kid gets fouled. He's like, what are you doing? You know, he's that parent in the stands. You always always need that parent in the stands. It was never, I was never that parent. Like, my daughter was a cheerleader, so she never, you know, got fouled or anything (laughs) like that. But, you know, but there would always be that parent in the stands at the high school basketball games or the football games. And I, I think it's great. I think it's I think it's great for the atmosphere, right? You want like I always wanted that as a kid. I always wanted my mother or I'd even take a stepdad. You know, that was like, Pat, that's my boy out there. You know, I never got that in my life. I never got the, that's my boy. Every time I hear somebody say that, I feel so sad for them that their parents didn't come support them in like their school events. Well, it's not that my mom didn't come and support me. She did come to my football games, but she wasn't, like, I'll give you an example. My best friend's mother, uh, Mama Hilbert, 
She came out there and she had chains, uh, change in a gallon, uh, a milk gallon. So she could make huh. some noise. And she made some noise. And yeah. she was rowdy. She was like, and you know, and he would always sometimes be, you know, kind of be embarrassed. I'm like, no. <laughs> right. That's the good stuff, as that's, Bailey says. That, that's the good stuff. You want that. So anyway, Matt Barnes is out there, you know, cheering his kids on. Kid gets fouled at this, you know, this, this game, you know, and they're kids, right? And he gets all, you know, and I guess the story. There's two different. There's two different versions of the story. Mm. Kyle, you probably know better than I, because you know you do sportsy stuff for a living. So one version is that he's cheering, he's cheering, he's yelling at the refs, and this is his version. And the kid announcer, who he's sitting right next to, leans over and says something to him. You know, like sit your ass down or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And he oh. walks over to him. He puts his hand on his shoulder. And he, you know, and there's video of it. You don't have the audio of it, but there's video of him putting his hand on the kid's shoulder. And the kid's probably what? You know, how old? 16? You think that 17? old? Yeah, he's not that old. He's a high schooler. Oh, they, so he, he looks like he's like a freshman or a sophomore then. He's kind of yeah. a little kid. He puts his hand on his shoulder, not aggressively, puts his hand on his shoulder like, buddy, what makes you think you can talk to me like that? Right. You yeah. Know? And so, and, that, and you know, paraphrasing, that's pretty much what his version of what happened. There's the different version mm. where he was uh, a lot meaner to the kid, I guess. Um, and the kid said he never said anything. Right. You know, so I guess it's, did the kid say something or did the kid not say something? I and think the, he just walk over there and talk to him for no reason after he says nothing at all. I agree with you. That doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. The, you know, I don't know Matt Barnes. I never met Matt Barnes. I you know, I don't know what the, the, the word on the street about Matt Barnes is. It doesn't matter. You know, just human nature. No grown man is going to walk over to a kid <laughs> and start having a private conversation with him that he doesn't know mm-hmm. unless the kid says something at a line. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. If a kid said something to me or yelled something to me, I would walk over and respond. The only thing I wouldn't have done is I wouldn't touch him. We're living in times now where you cannot put your hands on anybody. Okay, so that's the thing. And, and Matt Barnes had even said this. He was, uh, he was on a show or something talking about this. And he said, he goes, that's that was my mistake as I went over there and I put my hand on the kid's shoulder. And I'm like, you know, it, it, you got to look at it from a parent's perspective. Like if I were that kid's father, you know, and, and Matt Barnes comes over and he puts his hand on the shoulder lightly, gently, not violently, didn't grab a trap. You know, he just puts his hand on like the, the back part of his shoulder and he's politely talking to him. At least that's what it looks like on the video. I personally would not have a problem with that. You know, my kid was out of line. I mean, there was once a time, believe it or not, where other adults would learn your kids because your kids in front of you would play the part. Learn your kids. When I grew up, you'd get uh, spankings from other adults if you were somewhere doing things you didn't have no business. And your parents gave them full permission. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, the kid goes home, he tells his dad or he tells his mom and he says, hey, look, Matt Barnes, you know, put his (laughs) hand on me and yelled at me. (laughs) <laughs> the first thing that, you know, as a parent, I would say is, well, what did you do to provoke it? Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you do? What'd or you what say? Happened? What happened? Yeah, what happened? And, you know, see what the kid says. And, and then you start, like, my mother never believed me. Like, even when I got beat up by our typing teacher, she never believed me. So your mom must have thought you had a history of lying then. Because the mm. same thing with my daughter. That's why I always tell her, tell me the truth. Because the first time you lie to me, everything you tell me after that, I'm going to believe it's a lie. You know what? I did. I don't think I had a history of lying, though. That's the thing is, I didn't lie about stuff. So it, your mom just didn't believe you just because? Yeah, it was. It was. 
Yeah. You know what she blamed it on, Nikki? She blamed it on, I used to wear a black members only jacket and, and tank tops. <laughs> and of course you did. No, that's a true story. She, I don't doubt oh, it. Oh, no. I, I, yeah. So my brother, again, about nine years my elder, and I admired him, as you know, but he was a rebel. You know, again, he was a product of the 70s. So he was smoking and he wearing skulls on his shirts. God forbid. He had the black leather jacket and you know, motorcycles. You know. So in the in the in the the idea was if you dressed like that, you were the outcast. You were the rebel. You were the bad guy. And I wanted to be the bad guy, but she wouldn't get me a black leather jacket. So I had to settle for a black members only jacket. And I still thought I felt cool. And I would and I and and then I would wear sleeveless shirts. I was wearing sleeveless shirts. You know, I wore sleeveless shirts at forty eight. I was wearing sleeveless shirts at. Eight, mm-hmm. you know, and she hated it because she thought that the armpits uh, shouldn't show. So because your outfits, she just automatically said you're a liar. She said I provoked the altercation. Okay. Which I did. Well, I, I believe that too. Because he, <laughs> his name was Mr. Burton and we were playing basketball after school and I packed him and then I ran around the, uh, the gymnasium bragging about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting a broom and putting it under between my legs and like spanking the broom. And I was like, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" I was in seventh grade. And I was like, "What's up? What's up? You got packed. You got packed. You like that?" And he chased me, and I thought he was playing. And he chased me through the hallways, and he grabbed me, threw me up against the lockers, and he takes his forearm and he puts it up in my throat. And he's like, "Don't you ever?" And I was like, "You're going down, man." <laughs> And we had this big meeting. We had this big meeting with, you know, faculty and my mom comes in there and not a single soul. He lied. He said he didn't do any of that. And not a single soul in this meeting believed me. And we left. And my mother goes, when we get home, I need all of your tank tops and your black members only jacket immediately. <laughs> and I got the ten- is enough. And I got detention for it. I got detention for it. And she was like, and you're grounded. Don't plan on going out this weekend. You know, it was one of those things like, what did I do? So your <laughs> teachers didn't believe you or your mother. So the teachers didn't like your members only jacket either? No, they had nothing to do with it. He was just mad that I packed him and oh. I bragged about it afterwards. <laughs> but anyway, back to Matt Barnes. So Matt Barnes gets pulled from his gig at NBC Sports because he goes over and does this. Is that fair? Personally, I don't think it's fair because and I watched the video. He didn't do anything that looked aggressive or out of line. But because of the climate we live in today, you just cannot put your hands on anybody. You can't. So just the fact that he laid his hand on that little boy's shoulder, now it's your word against his. The networks are going to go with the general public. Are we certain there's not audio? Because my guess is I I can't imagine NBC Sports would let Matt Barnes go unless they said, hey, you've had X, Y, and Z incidents during your playing career. Um, you you have there is a zero tolerance policy. If you are in the news, you're gone. Was he a bad? Was he a bad boy? A, a little bit. He yeah. did yeah. some things. Yeah, he did he? But I'm. He I, looks cool. My I, my assumption is that there was some kind of audio or something that was presented to NBC because this was weeks ago that this happened. Right. And so it wasn't like, oh, hey, this video came out. He's out of here. There was some level of an investigation, I I have to believe. So you don't think it's just because the parents kept pushing the issue or forced the issue or was complaining that, that, or that, having people write into NBC or something? That that could that could be. Yeah. But given that he was broadcasting, 
that leads me to believe that there's some audio of what he either said to Matt Barnes who, well, or vice versa. Well, who was broadcasting? The kid, the kid. right? The, well, no. I mean, this is a high school game. Broadcasting where? Yeah, it could have been broadcasting online. They broadcast a lot of those they games do. now. They well, do. And they record it. I'm Googling it So right the now. video that I saw was fan footage. There was like two different shots of it. And then it was like the close-up of him coming over. So mm-hmm. I, I watched a couple of different videos. I didn't hear any audio. I just saw what I saw. And I'm like, you know, I mean, this could have been settled a lot differently. I mean, yes, okay, like, if you had a problem with him coming over and scolding the kid and putting his hand gently on the kid's shoulder, so be it. If if that's your thing, you have every right, if you're a parent, to be upset about it. I Personally, I would want to get to the bottom of it before I jump down this dude's throat. Uh, but I understand where you're coming from. There's no doubt about it. But to yank a dude's gig for that's when and if the kid provoked it, just because you're a kid, that's the problem. I mean, you see all these kid pranksters, you know, on, online, uh-huh. and they're doing all these different things, going into Home Depot, blowing on the back of guys' necks and stuff, mm-hmm. and they don't expect to get their ass kicked, you know, because you're a minor. Like, there comes a point in time where if you want likes and shares enough, dude, and, 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 you're, and, you're, try, and you're trying to pull these, you're going to get your ass kicked eventually, and no matter what age uh-huh. you are. You know, so if you're, if you're tough enough to pull the prank, then you better be tough enough to get the yank. How about that? Oh. Nice, dude. <laughs> Strong. Nice. Put that on Pull a T-shirt. Pull the prank, you get the yank. Yeah. How about that? Oh, yeah. oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. It. Oh man, let me redo that. Yeah. If you're if you're tough enough to to, to do the prank, then you got to be tough enough to get the spank. Oh, that's good too. But I like mm. the yank. I know because it was I just first. like yanking. Yank is better. Yanking is just one of those words that you visualize it. Because it could go any way. You could. You don't know what you're yanking. That's true. Yeah. Or spanking. Yeah. Kyle. Totally. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. He doesn't have another rhyming word. <laughs> no, he was like, what am I yanking right now? Yeah. What am I yanking? I didn't expect to get up this morning and hear yanking at 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. All right, so there you go. Matt Barnes, if you're a fan of his broadcast abilities, <laughs> then you're going to have to go to the I'm archives. I'm done with King's pre and post coverage the rest of the year. Is that, is that what he does, the King's Yeah, pre and, pre and post. Well, they're going to have to find. Look, Kyle's available. I'm in there. Kyle Let me know. Is. Kyle doesn't touch kids. You know, Kyle's good. Yeah. Why don't you put your name in the hat? I'll do it. Yeah. I used to work there. Well, there you go. You know people. I'll call them. Call them today. <laughs> See, I heard that. Hey, look, Wait. a buddy of mine told me there's an, an opening. <laughs> I promise I will never attend a high school basketball game. Right. First round of uh, headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what change NFL players want to see and the latest plane fiasco. All right. We get you those two big stories from today. Remember, here in about 20 minutes or so, you can start lining up for Pearl Jam tickets uh, coming to town at the Golden One Center. We'll do another round of three degrees of Pearl Jam. See how good your Pearl Jam knowledge is uh, here at the end of this hour. All right. Hang on. Stand by for news. You want me to ruin Weezer's hash pipe for you? Oh, yeah, please. Every time you hear it, it sounds like he says, got my ass wipe. Oh, okay, yeah, I've, been, I've heard that one. Thank have you, God, have you heard that one. before? So mm-hmm. every time now you hear it, you will start, start singing, I got my yeah, ass my, wipe. My, well, Can't you wait. singing that in the nursing home, you know? <laughs> All right, first round of headlines, two big stories from today. Big thanks to our friends at Good Guys. Heating and air, 530 Good Air, Nikki D. NFL players tell the league to step into the new century, H1. For betting from an NFL facility on non-NFL games. The NFL now insisting that no games were compromised by their actions. 
In recent years, NFL players have been suspended for sports, gambling, and betting. Well, some NFL players believe the rules need to be changed to reflect the modern times that we're living in. Bill King of Sports Journal spoke with numerous players about the issue, and many of them are saying the league should lighten up on the gambling rules. It's a slippery slope, but they do have a point. You know, if you're going to advertise it, then you kind of have to do it, right? If you're going to promote it across the board and you're going to, as an organization, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLB, whatever, you're going to get dollars from it and you're technically profiting off of the players to get money for the advertising, then they have a point. Now, the other side of that is, well, if you allow them to gamble, then are they going to throw games to make money? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about when I read this. I, I get why they're saying players can't partake because if you've put down all this money on the game, i trip and probably fall too. <laughs> I, 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 I get why they don't want NFL players betting on NFL games, and that should be a rule. You can't bet on your own sport. But there were players who were suspended for betting on, like, a basketball game. Right. From the, the team's hotel, like, on the road. Yeah. So they're in a legal state like Michigan or whatever, and they're at the team hotel. If they go outside the team hotel and are on the sidewalk and place that same bet, they're fine. But because they did it inside a team facility, quote-unquote, they get suspended for that. Yeah, I know. And when, I think that's where they want them to lie. When I was hosting the, uh, the ATP tournament in Atlanta, I had to sign – this was just the last couple of years. I had to sign a piece of paper that said I would not bet uh, on mm. any of the games. And I would sit there with one of the cops that was uh, security for the game, and he was sitting there on his phone betting. Because if you really <laughs> want to make money on sports betting, the best thing to bet on is women's tennis. Women's tennis, you can make a ton of money, especially if you're at the tournament, right, just by mm-hmm. walking around because you can talk to the players and so on and so forth. And, but, yeah, I have to sign a piece of paper. It says, you, you know, won't bet. I, Jason Bailey, would not bet. And I was Dang. like, oh, I forgot I signed that piece of paper. You know, no, I never bet. All right, second story. Sitting by a plane door is becoming frowned upon. H2. It really is an incredible story. American Airlines plane number 1219, Tanya Terrell, heading to O'Hare from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Didn't make it very far. A Barstool sports blogger was actually on this American Airlines flight, and he says himself, Donnie does, that's the name he goes by, that he was in a Panda Express tequila-induced stupor. He's kind of out of it. And he says all of a sudden he hears commotion going on behind him. He turns around, and there's this guy trying to open the plane door. So there's already other men on the plane trying to take this guy down. He says he jumps in and helps them, the five of them, duct ties this guy uh, feet up. They put zip ties on his hands. And then in the video, they're carrying him down the aisle. He looks like a big hog. Um, the plane did land, and the cops took him to jail. Duck ties? Duck ties. I think hog tie with duct tape is what duck you're ties. looking for. <laughs> I mean, they, they duct taped them, and then they well, used the little, little um, ones. plastic tie thing for your hands. <laughs> little bitty ones yeah, goes zip, around the little leg. Yeah, zip gotcha, ties. Gotcha. Yeah. The, and I saw the video of this, and I watched the Barstool's <laughs> podcast of them talking uh, to the dude. And it's hilarious, right? Because they're goofing on the guy because his ass is showing and stuff. And those guys are fun, right? They're, they're a blast to, to listen to. And, and, and the only thing that I wish that when you get a nut job like this on a plane – I wish that they would, once you get them down on the ground, teach them a lesson. Throw them out. That or, I mean, I want them to walk off that plane with broken bones. Like, just don't bring them down to the ground because it's like four people jumping on this guy and they're wrapping him up and they're, 
you know, controlling him and they're making sure he's, but it's like, you're doing it carefully. This guy wanted to kill you. Like he wanted to not only kill you, but 300 other people. He needs to be learned. So while he's down on the ground, there's nothing wrong with a curb stop. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. That Trust guy, me, you're going to be sued. That Sue me right. all you want, but let's look at the catalyst. I was in it's self-defense. The guy was trying to kill me. So I'm protecting myself, and actually I'm a hero because I protected everyone else, <laughs> including the snacks that I had not gotten yet. I paid good money for my bag of peanuts and my half a cup of soda pop, you know, soda pop. So th- that's the only thing that if you take somebody down on a plane, would you please teach them a lesson? I never see that in the videos. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you hadn't been in a Panda Express tequila and do right. stupor, which like same. Yeah, probably. Right now. Maybe that. Maybe didn't have the motor skills to do it. <laughs> All right, Pearl Jam will be in town at the Golden One Center on the 13th of May. Start lining up three degrees to Pearl Jam. You'll hear a piece of audio. Those three pieces of audio will have a Pearl Jam connecting factor, something Pearl Jam related. Pretty easy stuff. We'll come out of these three pieces of audio, but I need players. King of the Mountain style. So either last person standing, the last question, or as time remains. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. If you want Pearl Jam tickets, they're lining up now. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson and Kyle. If uh, you are interested in going to an amazing show, Pearl Jam will be here at the Golden One Center on the 13th of May. I've got a pair of tickets for you. If you want to start lining up, and uh, this is how the game works. It's called Three Degrees of Pearl Jam. We did it. We attempted it yesterday. We did we it. We did it yesterday. We did it. It wasn't It wasn't the greatest. Today's going to be, well, I don't know. I'll tell you in about 15 minutes. But uh, So we'll play you a piece of audio, and in that audio, you have to pay attention. I would identify the pieces of audio and then sound it out, right? I think that was the problem that people were having yesterday is they weren't sounding it out because mm-hmm. it's literally three degrees to Pearl Jam. Like, it is a Pearl Jam reference, whether it's a band member it is a song, it is an album, it is a something to do with the band Pearl Jam, which in my opinion is one of the greatest bands of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's last man standing. So I could take this first person here in a second, and you could go through and, and run it and win. Uh, or you get to the very last one and not get it, and then I pick up the next person, they get it, and they win. So you just, if you lose, you, you want to call back and get back on the phone, that's good. Or if time remains, you know, runs out, I should say, then the game's over. So 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. This is Michelle in Fairfield. How are you, Michelle? Good. Good morning. Good morning. Are you a Pearl Jam fan? I, I like to think I am, but now I'm now I'm nervous. No, 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 no. Don't be nervous. This is actually don't 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 psych yourself out. This is actually a very simple game. You just gotta think okay. you just gotta think it through and use some common sense. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right, I'm going to play you the audio. You ready? Yes. All right, P1. The Space Needle is right here. It was originally built for the World's Fair in 1962. It took 13 months to build. Kraken continued their first playoff run. We're hearing from the man who brought the Kraken. All right, there we go. Did you hear all that audio? I think so. Okay, and the three degrees... To Pearl Jam would be what? What is the, what is it I'm looking for? I'm guessing Seattle. Bam, there you go. Look at that. It's that easy. Nicely done. Mm -hmm. All right, there you go. Because 
Technically, the band is from Seattle, even mm-hmm. though Eddie Vedder is from Chicago. All right. You ready to go to the next one? You're very excited, aren't you? <laughs> Fired up to be here. Yeah, okay. Michelle, are you ready for the next one? Oh, wait, there's more? I didn't win? No, no, no. It's fine. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> no, no, sweetheart. It, there's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> There's a lot of them. You got to you got to you got to you got to run the room. He's king of the mountain. You ready? Oh, no. I don't okay. okay. Are you sure? Oh. <laughs> yes. I, I we I can let you go and you can just take that one question and say you won the one question. You're not going to get the tickets, but you just get the one question. No, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. P2. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. To see a marching band. I see a and I want it you do a thing with a thing called a saxaboom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a toy or what? Well, was it's it? like a saxophone, but it's a saxaboom. It's a it's a different kind of instrument. A lot of people confuse them, but um. All right, here we go. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. What is it I'm looking for? Did you identify those pieces of audio? Uh, well, I got painted black in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the answer would be, <laughs> you literally I, just said the answer. Oh, oh, welcome to the Black Parade? No, no, no. I need one word <laughs> out of that. Black? One, oh. What's black. that? Yeah, you can say it. I know 2024 gets weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Black Parade, painted black and Jack Black. Yes, there we go. Nicely done. See how easy this game is, Michelle? I'm still nervous, but yes. I know. And believe it or not, there's another question. <laughs> There's another one. Huh? I was just going to say, there's there's like a lot more than this. Yeah, I know. She's she's going to have a heart attack. Don't get to rest. Yeah, like just feed it to her a little bit at a time. Yeah, like that's why I'm talking her through it. I don't want her to have a stroke or something. All right, here we go, Michelle. Your next one, P3. Made by marine oysters and freshwater mussels as a natural defense against an irritant such as a parasite entering their shell or damage to their fragile body. You need to relax. Uh-uh. He went to Jared. Celebrate life's unforgettable moments with a fabulous selection of Pandora charms and bracelets. And the answer is easy, but it might be a little difficult to get there. Okay, three degrees to Pearl Jam. What is the reference I'm looking for? Pearl. <laughs> Look at that boom! Again, <laughs> Michelle, you're crushing. You're doing so well. People are hanging up. I can tell you that right okay. now. Yeah, that's what's happening <laughs> right now. People are hanging out. They're not even. They're not even going to wait till you screw up because they don't think you can do it. All right, we got a couple more here. I know another question. All right, here we go. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. Your next one, Michelle. P four. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I guess uh, your drums uh, mean a great deal to you, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this is my double double animal style. How am I going to get my mouth? around that they really are this big in the stores as well by the way there it is i knew eventually we would get one with the answer <laughs> all right michelle yeah somebody who made this did that on purpose because the other ones were supposed to be super hard it's not his fault michelle is crushing it yeah th- three degrees to pearl jam michelle either you or nelson you. are gonna have a heart attack one of the two all right what are we what are we looking for there animal god michelle stop it yeah that's it Michelle, would you have gotten it if it would just don't, have said double-double? Oh, okay. Would you have gotten it if it said double-double? And not animal style? Yes. Well, I got it from animal from the Muppets. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. 
thank you. Thank you, he says. <laughs> What's going to happen? Because we only have three more questions. What's going to happen if Michelle gets the next two and the last one wrong? We got a vamp. Oh, oh no. my God. Michelle's going to be so upset. I don't want that to happen, Michelle. All right. Are you ready for the next one? You're doing very, very well. Yes. I can tell you this right now. I've been doing this bit for a very long time. Never in the history of three degrees has anyone gone the entire uh, way. Okay? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, Drop so this, that on you, huh? So, so this could, no pressure. Here we go. P5. No pressure. Eddie, this place is great. <laughs> they don't have any of these games at the Mirage. Pick a number. I, I'm great at that. Function of the geometry, the velocity, and the kinematic viscosity of the fluid that you're working with. Right now, my velocity is not fast enough to have laminar. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. All right. Well, might be a little bit more difficult there. Mm-hmm. What is it that we're looking for, Michelle? Bet. Mm, is that your answer? Uh... Better. <laughs> No, unfortunately, that's wrong. I gotta let you go and move on, Michelle. Oh, that's really good. Does that mean I, that wait, mean that means you does lose. That mean I lose. That, lose? Mean, that that means you lose. Well, it means you lose, but you can call right back if you can get through. All those people hung up because those people hung up because they thought you were gonna go, mm-hmm. or did they? Because we've got hundreds of lines and they're always lit up, and we're a very popular show. All right, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Michelle, I gotta let you go, but thank you. I'm sorry. I feel really bad because she was She's so gonna have to fight to get back in is what line he's saying. 106 is open. I, Thank I don't you. I don't want to meet her in person now. No. She's gonna be very mad at me. Nick in Vacaville. How are you, Nick? I'm doing just fine. I got this. Right, you want to hear the audio again or no? Please, because I was calling in, so I missed it. Okay, that's fine. P five. Eddie, this place is great. <laughs> they don't have any of these games at the Mirage. Pick a number. I, I'm great at that. Function of the geometry, the velocity, and the kinematic viscosity of the fluid that you're working with. Right now, my velocity is not fast enough to have laminar. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. All right, what do you got there, Nick? I'm not sure, but I'm going to throw out 10. No. Mm. That is incorrect. Incorrect. Mm. 916 909-0985. That's one we have not played yet sorry, sorry, when you sorry. get it incorrect. All right. Who do we no, got here? for when we got a boing boing. That was him getting bounced. Nice. Tanya and Antelope. How are you, Tanya? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. All right. Yeah, you want to hear the audio again or you got it? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I, I, I don't need the audio. <laughs> okay. Well, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, is it yellow lead better? What would make you think that, just out of curiosity? <laughs> I, I I was I was kind of going off of the first girl's reference. She was going so doing so well. <laughs> oh no, that is that is incorrect. So she didn't even listen to the audio. She's like, "Well, the other girl had so much luck. I'm just going to kill Jenna." She's going to start firing off things I know about Pearl Jam. Yeah, she's got like a list of Pearl Jam references. That was the first one on there. Now Tanya, but you can try uh, you can try back here nine one six. I couldn't figure out what a lead better sounded like, so that's why it's not this one. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. All right, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We've got David in Cameron Park. David, my friend, good morning. Good morning. Do you need to hear the audio again? Yeah, might as well. Okay, you don't sound very <laughs> confident. I guess. <laughs> Get this over with. All right, P five. Eddie, this place is great. <laughs> they don't have any of these games at the Mirage. 
pick a number, I, I'm great at that. Function of the geometry, the velocity, and the kinematic viscosity of the fluid that you're working with. Right now, my velocity is not fast enough to have laminar. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I will tell you, if you know the name of the band that is singing that last song, this will be very, very easy, and I find it very odd that no one has gotten this yet. What is your answer? Uh, uh, ten? No. Still not that. Literally, somebody uh, just said that. Somebody just said uh, that, David. I gotta let you, you know, go. If you know anything about science, you should get it just off of the second audio. If you're a physics buff. <laughs> okay. I promise this has never been talked about on this show. For you scientists out there, this one's right up your alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laminar is the word you're hearing. There. Nicole in Sacramento. How are you? Nicole? She just had a stroke and passed Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Are you there, Nicole? Can yeah. you Can you hear? Okay. Do you need to hear the audio again, or do you have the answer? Um, can I hear it again, please? Sure. That's not a good sign. P5. Never is it a good sign. <laughs> this place is great. <laughs> they don't have any of these games at the Mirage. Pick a number. I, I'm great at that. Function of the geometry, the velocity, and the kinematic viscosity of the fluid that you're working with. Right now, my velocity is not fast enough to have laminar. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no Bars. You're kind of wishing for an animal style now, aren't you? Three degrees to Pearl Jam. What is the Pearl Jam reference I'm looking for, Nicole? In a black circle. What in a what did you say? In a black circle? Spin the black circle. In the black circle. Spin the black circle. Spin the black circle. Uh, well, no, that's that's a deep that's a deeper. No, that's not it. That's not what we're looking for. I'm sorry. Black Gonna let you go. Circle. Uh, who is this? Oh my god. What is your name? Hello? My name's Brian. Hello? Hey, Brian. Is it Brian? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I do have that up here. All right, Brian. Uh, do you know the answer? Please have the answer. Right now, if you get this, there's a good sure chance God. you're going to win. Right. All right. I got you. I don't even need to play it. Uh, you need to hear the audio again. Uh, no, I got it. Oh, go ahead, please. Confident. Uh, even flow. There you go. Thank oh you. God. Thank you. Thank you. Was the, it the laminar sound? Was it the <laughs> laminar flow soundbite that did it for you? Yeah, it did. It did. It Thank you. He's like, Thank you. Are you are you on your way to science class by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Okay. Whatever. Get ready for work. All right. That's on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. All right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go P seven. Can you jump? He can jump. Boy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. All right. Here we go. There's a good chance you might win if you get this last, or not last one, but this next one. Here we go. P7. When your last name is Smucker and you live in Orville, everyone knows what you'll do when you grow up. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Look who's finally ready to play. All right, Brian, three degrees to Pearl Jam. What is it that I'm looking for? I think I want to say given to fly. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? Given to fly. No, really. He got even flow, but he didn't get that. No, I got to let you go, buddy. I got to let you go. I didn't have a science clip in that one. David and Cameron. <laughs> David and Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> David and Kim, if you were to put, well, I don't want to say that. I David, mean, astronomy. The David, chemistry of the first one. David, do you need to hear the audio or do you got it? Chemistry. 
David, Cameron. Play it again. All right, play it again. Here we go. When your last name is Smucker and you live in Orville, everyone knows what you'll do when you grow up. Guys, look who's finally ready to play. All right, three degrees to Pearl Jam. It is the Pearl Jam reference. The Pearl Jam uh, reference. What am I looking for? I'm, I'm stumped here. Um, stumped? Don't overthink yeah. it. No, no. Stumped. Yeah. Uh, all right, need an answer. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, any better? No, no, sir. <laughs> I got to let you know. Whoever gets this one is winning the Pearl Jam tickets, King of the Mountain style, Ben in Granite Bay. Do you know it, or do you need the audio again? I'll take the audio. Okay. Oh, out. my God in heaven. Oh, God. When your last name is Smucker and you live in Orville, everyone knows what you'll do when you grow up. Hey, guys. Hey, Look who's finally ready to play. <laughs> I mean, wonder why I put the animal style in that other clip. Dude. <laughs> Listen to this clip. I, I got to tell you, th- this one, without the answer in it, is still the easiest one out of all of them. That's what I'm saying! Ben, give me the answer for the tickets. Fly like an eagle. No! Oh, my God. I almost said that the F famous, word. That famous Pearl Jam song, Fly Like an Eagle. Nick and Vacaville. <laughs> Three degrees to Pearl Jam. Do you know the answer? <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there again. I'm gonna say animal. No. Oh my god. What? No. We did animal. Tanya and uh, antelope. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say an animal. Uh, do you know the answer? I do. It's jam. Of course it's oh jam. My god, yes. Smuckers. Space jam. Pump up the jam. The jam. I was literally asking you for three degrees of pearl jam. <laughs> Some and people t- are overthinking it. You think? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he does. You know, actually, I'm going to be optimistic about this. It was too easy. Again, if we had a science clip in there with the ingredients. They're right. You know, and the breakdown of jam. The chemistry the is what chemistry of jam. <laughs> that would have gotten it. I think that would have gone yeah, over. Sucrose. Totally. All right. Well, look, it's King <laughs> of the like, Mountains. Oh, why didn't you say so? Tanya, you won. You got the tickets for Pearl Jam, Golden One Center, 13th of May, okay? Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for making me sweat. Oh, my God. My pits are sweaty right now. You're welcome for bringing up the collective IQ of this show. I never thanked you. You can't give a welcome without a thank you. I don't well, think that's I did. That and that's, well, it happened. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys ready? There you go. Oh, we'll have more tickets tomorrow. We might even have a couple pair. I don't know. Because I think we didn't give out Tuesday, so we might have a couple pair to give away. So maybe I'll just give them out to everybody gets it wrong. He's going rogue. I'm going rogue. I'm on an island. Uh, all right. Y'all want to have a really uh, possibly uncomfortable conversation about what's culturally appropriate on certain holidays? I mean, do we have a choice? No. It's... Okay, then, yeah, I'm, re- I'm here for it. Though. Okay. Well, we're going to do that here in a minute. Hang on. <laughs> oh, Michelle is back. How are you, Michelle? What's up? You mad? Good. Good morning again. Yeah. What can we do for you? Well, I heard you say you had extra tickets, and I also heard you say I did the best in the contest all week, so I stayed online to argue my way to a pair of tickets. Well, have you ever heard of selective listening? 
because I didn't say either one of those things. But I. S- oh well, I I yeah. figured I'd hang on anyway, just for a chance. You're trying you're trying to play those women tricks on my brain. I know what you're doing. I got wow, apparently they I'm work just trying on. Trying to see Pearl Jam. I know. I got a wife. I know what they. I know they are. I know all the signs of the women <laughs> tricks, the lady tricks, the lady mind tricks is what they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did say is I think we might have extra tickets, but uh-huh. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I said that no one has ever run the game like you're running the game as far as if you were to get through the whole thing, which in all honesty was a lie. I was just trying to make you feel better. Wow. Right. So I was still pretty sure I did the best all week, though, right? Yeah, but the week is like literally two days because we weren't here Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, like technically she has done the best out of the yeah, week. Yeah, find the lie. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you what. Here's the deal, though. Uh, I don't care if you get the tickets, if we have extra tickets, but I just don't know if we have them. So, you know, if you want to try, like, I take, can you call us back in like an hour and check back in, and then our promotions department will be here. And if they're here, you know, but they're probably going to want you to do something. So, like, maybe call back, and then I'll have you. I don't know. I'll have you do something. Okay. Just so it says well, that you're per- you want it. Okay. I am at work now. I I will try. Okay. I don't know if I can in one hour. All right. What do you do for a living? Um, I work for a local city. A local city, like okay. yes. What do you are you like the mayor? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm a, I'm a your general office worker. General office worker. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, call us back in an hour. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Okay. All right. Have a good day. You Thank think she's you. Like a two star general. Yeah, I work for a city. Like, what do you do? I run it. (laughs) I like that she said, I like that she specified a local city. A local city. She's some out of towner. (laughs) I work for a local city. Chicago? No, it's local. It's more local than that. (laughs) All right. Well, if we got them, I don't care. You know, you can have them. That's fine with me. Uh, Let's have a quick culturally appropriate, inappropriate conversation. Because I was wondering this the other day. You know, like... So we like we live in this world now. Like if you're of of not of the ethnicity, and you were to dress as the ethnicity for Halloween, or allude to things that the ethnicity you historically or stereotypically think likes, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not a part of that ethnicity, then it's not appropriate, right? We'd agree on that. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you if you went if, like you've got a Mexican friend for example and you're like, "Let me guess, you want tacos for lunch." Like out of the gates that's stereotyping. Right. Yeah. You know, somebody, you know, you're going to have one person be like, ah, "That's racist." If you're for Halloween, you're a white dude and you put a sombrero on and a poncho and you're going as a Mexican guy or something like that. Sure. You, you people, some some people, not everybody. It's a small sect I know, but it's there's, there's certain people. So I ask this because, you know, we at the in the building the other day, you know, this company is really good with celebrating certain cultural days, which I did. Mm-hmm. You know, one because you bring attention to to the to the to the day, which I think is good, right. and two we get free food. You know, so right. we had a meeting uh, on Tuesday, and afterwards I said to Nikki, I was like, "Hey, you want to go out and grab some lunch?" She was like, "Sure." I didn't know we were having food, uh, and this gentleman from this amazing, you know, finally some good barbecue, right? Brought in some barbecue, and and I forget the name of the company, but it was it was a African American owned business, and it's Black History Month. The February is Black History Month, and I was like, well, that's very nice, you know, that's very nice. And he brought in barbecue, and I was like, thinking that is it like uncomfortable to ask that if you were to set that up, 
You know, like if I were like me being a white guy, if I were like, hey, it's Black History Month and we want to celebrate back black history. I noticed in this case they were like it's a black owned business versus mm-hmm. it's the food. But like Cinco de Mayo, it was the food wasn't yeah. necessarily Hispanic owned company. And I was like, that's that gets weird, right? It gets mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable in the middle, right? That little gray area. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-mm. You're not following. No, I don't. So, go ahead. What I was what I'm saying is I don't I don't think it's weird because the way they are setting things up here with these celebrations is to bring um, eyes and ears to the culture, things that you might not know. Now that that company that came out, I don't know if they were Hispanically owned, but I know for some Cinco of the, de Mayo, right, right, for yeah. Cinco de Mayo, there was some other thing. No, it wasn't Cinco de Mayo. I think it was Spanish Heritage Month. Oh, Spanish, you're right, Spanish right. Heritage Month. Yeah. Um, and so they they had other things too that was set up that just kind of fell through from that. But with it being Black History Month, to use a black owned business, I mean that makes sense. No, 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 that's not my point. You're missing it. That, that's not what I'm saying. I, I I understand that makes sense. That's what I just said. What I'm saying is the actual food. You know, like if you you compare, or you know, you would say that person of that ethnicity automatically likes certain amount of food, right. and you're bringing that food in to celebrate that day for those that aren't that ethnicity that uh-huh. can get uncomfortable, right? Yeah, I see what, yeah, basically what he's saying is why is it okay that we're going on to, out for a Cinco de Mayo and we're having tacos and nobody bats an eye at it, right? Stereotypically, you would uh, associate uh, Latinos with tacos, yeah? Yeah. But if you were to have, uh, in this case, fried chicken at an event, and it was supposed to be celebrating black heritage, and it was not about the black-owned business, it was just the stereotype that's born of, say, black people enjoy this. Correct. Why isn't it same? Why is it, it one way it's evil, the other way it's just like, oh, we're just having tacos. Right. If you're celebrating the day and supposedly that food is associated with said ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And it could be any day you're celebrating. I'm just pointing out the last couple that we've had. It gets a little awkward and uncomfortable. And is it, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, I was sitting there that's going. What, that's called white guilt. Is that white guilt? I promise promise you, I do not have white guilt. I can promise you that. I'm just saying, I'm thinking of it there and I'm going, you know, what if you would have done the chicken, you know, or that kind of thing? How would you ask that question? Mm. So like in this case, it was, and by the way, it's McHugh's barbecue in Outgrove. Thank you, Kyle. I got to tell you, this was some of the best ribs I've ever had. Yeah, they were really, really good. That meat felt, and I'm a grill guy. You guys know that. I like to smoke the meat. It had a great smoke ring. I'm like, I don't need to tell this guy how to cook his meat. No. You know, this guy, smoke ring was amazing. Mm. The smoky flavor was just as amazing. And there was no no need to bite and rip. You know, like a lot of times you get ribs. Mm -hmm. It was literally grab and pull. It was coming off the bone. And just coming off the bone. It was, I was so happy to have finally some really good barbecue here. So. You need to just stop talking about it if you don't want to hear me breathing heavier and heavier <laughs> well, in this microphone. So that was the, sweating? So that was the thing yeah. is, like, I was like, hey, we're going to, because I love Beach Hut, right? The deli. I was oh, like, yeah. let's go to so Beach Hut. Good. I was like, I, you know, I'll, I'll take out the lunch. Let's go to Beach Hut. And she was like, no, I want to try this barbecue. And the gentleman walks in from McHugh's. I don't know if he's the owner or what. And he walks in, and as soon as he walks in, this amazing aroma fills the conference room <laughs> and i looked at and then he starts pulling the foil off of the plates and i look at nikki and i was like yeah i think i'm gonna have to taste that too <laughs> and, and by the time i got to the end of the line i had like thanksgiving day plate like yeah. i had brisket on top of my ribs he brought in sausage i had beans i had green beans i had oh. mac and cheese it was really really good but i was sitting there and i'm eating it and i'm going you know it's like is this is this is do you go based off of what the culture likes to eat or do you base it off of the 
ethnicity owning the restaurant. Like for Spanish Heritage Month, could you get Mexican food owned by a white person? Because maybe, I don't know mm. where they brought it in. Uh, and that be okay versus like Black History Month, it was an African-American gentleman that owns McHugh's Barbecue in Elk Grove. And it was it was barbecue. Do you mm. associate barbecue? Like I'm a barbecue guy. I'm a grill guy. I'm a meat guy. You know, I, that's for everybody. I don't necessarily associate African-Americans with like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? Does, yeah. does it make sense yeah. to you? I'm trying I, to kind I of dance not, around it a little bit. But. I would not consider that. Nikki can uh, can refute or confirm, I guess, but I would not consider that among the stereotypical things that are thrown out in jest or otherwise. No, so, not barbecue. Uh, not barbecue, yeah, yeah. right? No, it was mm. the fact that it was a black-owned business right. is why right. she chose um, no, him I, to come I out. I know that. That's not what I'm saying. I know that. Mm. I'm saying it's the actual food associated with the people. Like if like for Chinese well, New Year. Well, I just said no. It's the, it's not barbecue for Chinese New Year's. Why didn't we have like Chinese food delivered? I thought Kevin uh, from the Wake Up Call had some stuff for Chinese New Year, didn't he? Well, I'm talking. I about- mean, they celebrated, but we didn't in the building. Like yeah, we the, didn't do like, anything in the building for the Lunar New Year. Yeah, like if I would have brought Chinese food in, me, the white guy, would that have been culturally appropriate? Would I, I got- think so? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been fine, right? Yeah. Okay. And for any ethnicity, like what do white people like? Like if you celebrate a white day, what do we bring in? Hot mashed dogs, potatoes, lima mashed, beans, lima beans. You bring in potato salad with raisins, potato salad with raisins, <laughs> and gra- grapes, walnuts, and raisins, unseasoned <laughs> burgers, some quiche, <laughs> boiled chicken, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some crock pot stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh for sure. Is that what we do? Yep. Tater tot casserole. I my wife has a tater tot casserole in the fridge right now. To oh, die God. for. Shout out to the Midwest. All right. Second round of headlines. (laughs) Two big stories from today. What you got? I want to tell you what NASA is searching for and why a couple was married in a bathroom. Who? NASA. Oh. No. I thought she meant like Nassau County. That's what I heard. Nassau was like the Bahamas. What are they looking for now? I went to New York. I went to the Bahamas. She said Nassau. Did she not say Nassau? Nassau. You said Nassau. She She knows she said Nassau. Look at her face. Nassau. Yeah. You see it on the stream. All right. We'll get you second round of headlines here. Uh, We'll find out what the Bahamas is looking for in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. And second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Go ahead. Four lucky people can experience space on Earth. H3. NASA is looking for its next crop of experimental Martians. It's taking applications for its next simulated one-year Mars surface mission. It gets... Uh, what that means is they're looking for four people. They're going to take you to Houston and put you inside like this 3D, 1700 square foot habitat that's going to simulate what it's like to live on Mars. Um, you're also going to have to deal with some of the challenges as real crew members would have to deal with. I guess it's going back and forth in space. You're going to have uh, failures, dwindling resources, other environmental things you will be paid for doing this. You're going to have to stay there for an entire year, and the ages they're looking for is 30 and 55. You keep saying they. Who's they? NASA. NASA is looking NASA. for you to come out there. I said that. that. Uh, not in this. No, you did not. I've been listening for it all. Trust me. I've been right. listening for the <laughs> entire segment. Because you were listening for me to say it wrong. I was listening for NASA. I heard That's they. What you were listening th- for. I heard they, 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 but I didn't hear NASA. How much do you get paid? It does not say. They didn't specify how much they're going to pay you, so I'm sure they'll probably discuss that if you apply and if you're in the running. That's pretty cool. Would you do it? 
No, I've seen no. this movie before. It's called Biodome with Polly Shore. <laughs> no. It's like be a guinea pig and just sit yeah. there for an That's a that's a long time. I mean, a year is a long time. But if you I mean you if you're out potatoes. of if you're out of a gig, you know, you're getting paid anything. Yeah, but did you hear? It's going to simulate stuff, I swore. Stuff going wrong on Mars. Mhm. Now, like it's not it's not like a, a crispy vacation in the sun. You're going to kick it there and all of a sudden they're going to take away your oxygen. I wonder if it's one of those like where they kind of cheat a little bit and they're like, "All right guys, this is we're going to let you go to the mall today, you know." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they said each living quarter is going to have a workspace, a medical station. You will have a lounge area, Ooh. a galley and food growing station. So, Ooh. they might That's like that Matt Damon movie, you Grow Potatoes. Right. The Martian. Right. Yeah, The Martian. Yeah, The Martian. Great yeah. book as well. Yeah, all right. Yeah, but a radio station can't have you sit in a car for 48 hours or whatever to win it. But you can go away to Mars for a year in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. All right, second story. Forget a church wedding. The bathroom is where it's at. H4. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Instead of the traditional, you may kiss the bride. You may now press the red button and then kiss your bride to start your disco-infused riveting journey with your first disco wedding dance. So there's this bathroom that is located in Kentucky that went viral because when you press this red button in the bathroom, this disco ball begins to spin around, the lights go, and it starts to play music in the bathroom. So this Ohio couple who I guess saw this viral video that was going around decided that they would go get married in this bathroom, of course, so they could go viral too. The, the preacher's in there with them. He This is him talking in the audio, giving them, um, telling them the you may kiss the bride. They press the disco button, and that's where they have their first dance in this bathroom where they got married. One question, why? Why would somebody make a disco bathroom in hey. Kentucky? Hey. Yeah. Be, be, go ahead. Because it's going to bring business to their shop. It's the Hop Shop located mm. in Verona. Yeah, I can't so wait to catch a flight. There. Can't wait to get a flight to the Disco Hop Shop to get married in a bathroom in Kentucky. Yeah. Do you think that when you get married there, you get pronounced husband and wipe? Oh, wow. that's good, Kyle. <laughs> That is good. Your last rim shot worthy. Your last day is tomorrow, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a CSI. You don't even know how to use the CSI. It's a rim shot. It's, it's a, a rim shot. Yeah, it's a rim shot. Not a, it's not a CSI. The problem is I don't if know where the rim got, shot button. Is. Oh, I found it. If somebody was murdered in there, then that uh-huh. would have been good. Uh-huh. But to take time out of our day to say that was horrible. What what's I it thought it was funny? Well, there you go. Like, Proof is in the pudding. Anybody speak Bay. now or forever hold your pee. <laughs> it's not a CSI. Stop CSIing yourself. Just because you, just because you have control of the button, stop. You're 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 ruining the CSI bit. What? It's as if Kyle really took a dump on this conversation. <laughs> Again, not a CSI. That's a CSI. That was a CSI. Because the conversation was <laughs> murdered. No, the guy. Yes. CSI's only used if there's a murder crime story. A crime I'm just story. saying he murdered that conversation. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Cut everybody off. Nobody talks the rest of the show. Don't. Push the CSI button again. <laughs> no, don't. He said, don't. Tell don't you do it. He looked you. He said, yeah, look at his eyes. He said, don't you do it. Don't you do it. Death do us fart. And that's another thing, word we do not use on this show. We can't? Yeah, spot of humor. Okay, I'm sorry. Do that's my fault. No. Sorry. All right, stop. But he almost okay, I'm chuckled. Done. I'm done for stop. real. I'm done for real. I'm done okay. For uh, Brett Michaels <laughs> will be at the venue, Thunder Valley, March 1st. Uh, I, got, I got a pair of tickets. 
If you'd like to go, we'll have bread on tomorrow. You guys are going to let me finish? I'm just, just continue. I'm sorry. He's really excited for Brett Michael. <laughs> tomorrow. Can't wait for that conversation. I just love Bailey's face right now. <laughs> He's done. Turn him off. The rest of the show. Go take a hike. You're done. Rest of the show. I need him. He can't take a hike. No, he can talk to you in his ear, but he's not talking the rest of the show. I'm telling you that right now. All right, Brett Michaels, the venue, Thunder Valley. If you want to go, uh, we'll do a round of nothing personal. If you want to start lining up, 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. I told you to turn him down. Oh, okay. I'm serious. He's done. Okay. All right. The rest of the show, he's done. He's done. All right. Uh, start lining up. I need two players. Uh, for no, I need a lot of players, actually, for nothing personal. If you want in, we'll do it here next. Hang on. And need some players. If you'd like to go uh, see Brett Michaels, the Party Gras Tour. He's going to be uh, next Friday, Thunder Valley, uh, the venue. I'll be there. Uh, we'll have him on tomorrow. Brett, that is. Steve Ajiri, formerly of Journey, Lita Ford, and Mark McGrath. This is a blast. There's... Never been a Brett Michaels slash Poison concert that I've been to. <laughs> you know what I want to say now? What? That I've had nothing but a... Oh, my God. But it's it's like a stain thing, right? Uh-huh. Where you say, like, hey, Aaron, it's been a while. You know, it's right. like it's impossible to say that without sounding very uh-huh. cheesy and punish, right? Right. So, but it's true. So uh, I need some players here. 916, we had like three just fall off. 916 909 0985. We're going to do a round of nothing personal. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. There is Kyle. We go to our super secret special website and uh, we find some misconnections of uh, of people that are looking for love once again after a brush with someone that they had. So we got Laura in Salida. How are you, Laura? Great. Thank you. Thank good. Thank you. How are how you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing great. Right, Sunny right. out here. It's nice. All right. Yeah, Brett Michaels fan? Yes, okay. absolutely. All right. Good, good, good. Have you ever seen him in concert? No, never. Okay. No, I saw him on Rock of Love. Mm-hmm. I saw him on, I've seen him on TV a lot. Did, did you want to sleep with him when you saw him on Rock of Love? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a yes. Did you? Yeah, you did. Yes or no? I mean, it's fine. Everybody does it. Like, did you have a thing for him? Well, I'm married, so. That's okay. You can still have, like, a hall pass, like a a one that's not, you're never going to get. I mean, have you seen the size of his unit? It's huge. I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you had this, uh, the porn tape with Pamela Anderson, remember? He had a porn tape, too, with her? Yeah. after Tommy, After Tommy Lee, and Tommy Lee did not show him up. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, Tommy Lee's swinging a hammer. Like, I'm saying something, like, really, you guys didn't know I that? I had no idea. You guarantee I'm going to Google this it right now. Me too. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> See what comes up. All right, uh, Wayne. How are you, Wayne, in Sacramento? How you doing? Good. Baby? I need you to turn your radio down for me, brother man. Here we go. I'm going to read you all some stories. You're going to tell me with the help from Nikki D, man for woman, man for man. Woman for man, woman for woman. You get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal, so on and so forth. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will obviously win the tickets to go see Brett Michaels next Friday at the venue, Thunder Valley. And again, Brett will join us tomorrow here on the program. All right, Laura, here's your first one. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Now, it's not you, Wayne. It's Laura first. Here we go. All right. Let me oh, guess. okay. Yeah. You were playing basketball 
Elk Grove. You were out playing basketball with some buddies as I was walking my dog. The way you handled the ball had me fantasizing about how those hands would would whisk something else big and round. I'm just reading it as they wrote it. I know, by the way, you were taking it to the hole that I'm in for the aggressive kind of game I'm looking for. You bring your A game, and I'll be sure to keep you hydrated. It's been lonely since my ex moved out, and I could use someone that knows what they're doing on the court to be my new teammate. That's it. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. About 30 seconds there, Laura. What do you got? All right, Laura. They're playing basketball, so I'm thinking this is a group of men because she talked about the large hands. I'm thinking palming the ball maybe. She's walking her dog. She mentioned that he looks like he can go to the hole and she has some hydration for him. That gave me woman for man vibes. Woman for man. You want to go with that, Laura? Yeah, absolutely. Are you sure you don't have an answer of your own? I don't think you do. No, I think it's woman for man. That's right. He wants them. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) That's right. All right, Wayne. Your turn, my man. Here we go. You, right. you had a Seattle tattoo, Sacramento. There we were in the bar, really connecting. I can think of a couple of things of ours that'd be a perfect fit. The way you gripped that long neck had me jealous of my bottle. Of the bottle, excuse me. Your hands would be much better served elsewhere. Just before I could really make my move, a bar crawl erupted behind us and poof you were gone I need you to come back and quench my thirst they say it's always raining in Seattle let me get you precipitating precipitating man for woman man for man woman for man woman for woman Wayne all right, Wayne. They're in a bar. They're talking about tattoos. Sounds like some manly stuff to me there. Then he's talking yeah. about gripping of necks and how they both have perfect fits, if you know what I mean. So I'm thinking yeah. this is man for man action. Man for man, Wayne. You like it? I like it. Mind is on the men, is what you're saying. You locking in man for man? Locking in man for man. There we go. That is absolutely 100%. Incorrect. Mm. Yep. Mm. Laura for the steal. Perfect. It's got to be man for woman. You think it's man for woman? Look, mm. at, look at you. We'll go with that. Man for woman. Locking that in, Laura? Yeah. Nikki D don't like it. I really don't know at this Uh-oh. point. That's right. Okay, Laura. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, you're up 2-0, Laura. Nothing personal, and the board is back to you. Here we go. To the one-buying flower at Target last night, North Highlands. You said you had a sweet tooth, and all I wanted to do was treat you to some of the watermelon sugar. <laughs> if it's dessert you want, then I've got a cherry pie recipe that's the die for. I'll start by stirring up all your ingredients with my electric mixer. Then we can start kneading and spreading out the dough. I'm definitely not going to be able to wait for you to cool down before I have that big, fat, delicious bite. 
Don't worry, though. I'll start with a nibble and work my way up or down, as it were. As it were. The, <laughs> as it were. Many group times. Uh, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. What are you thinking? That's Laura's board. Okay, Laura. I think it's woman for woman. Yeah, that's my first choice was woman for woman. They're in the store buying flour. You have a sweet tooth, so I'm thinking you're going to bake some cakes. But this is where a wrench gets thrown in. They talk about having a stirrer. What do you stir with, right? Nibbles. So then that made me think that that could be man for man. Oof. Laura? Mm. Mm. What do you want to go with? I need an answer. Can I hear it again? No. no Wait till you hear it again. got to make a choice. You've got to make a decision. Woman for woman or man for man? Which one do you want to go with? I'm going with woman for woman. Oh, against the grain. I like it. Locking it in? Locking it in. That's right. Wow. Wayne, you're getting smoked, buddy. You're getting, I'm getting smashed. Yeah, yeah, you're getting killed here. All right, next one's for you. Here we go. Uh, looking for my head and neck specialist, Lincoln. I've got a head issue right now. You were always able to work out the kinks in the past. I've got some green to burn while we relax and you get the job done. What was that? That came out of my throat. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that came out of my throat. I thought it was a car crash. I was like, Wayne, are you okay? No. I made it. Jesus. I made it. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll gladly read. I thought it was a, I was like, Kyle, what sound effect is that? I haven't heard that one. That was good. Anyway, don't worry. I'll gladly return the favor with interest. Because like you, the juice is always running. Oh, come on. Now let's get this pain taken care of. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. Wayne, you need this one, by the way. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Wayne. This one again is a little bit difficult for me. <laughs> Initially, I just knew that it was a man for man situation. And it still could be, but that juices is running thing is what kind of threw me off because you can literally get juice from anywhere. So Yeah. It could be still a man for a man because they're having some head issues that need massaging out. They're smoking weed together, but then it also could be a man for a woman. Oh, Wayne, this is big. You got to get it. Man for woman locking it in. Well, that was the second option, though, right? Yeah, that was the second. Man for man was my first. All right. You want to lock man for woman? You just said it. You're locking it in, right? Right. <sighs> not feeling good about it, are you, over there? I'm not. <laughs> man for woman, that's right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's opposite you, day. <laughs> yes. you got a buzzer That's for no. all the wrong reasons. Okay. It's going. All right, Laura. He's on the board. But I will tell you, if you get this one correct, you will win the game just based off of the point score here. Okay? So this is a big mama. The Salon. Arden. The Salon. Arden. There I was laying down getting my regular micro peel. And then you burst into the room and I was in awe. At first, I thought you were you okay UPS because oh okay uh-huh. I, I'm sitting there going upset. At first, I thought you were UPS because of the package you were handling. I mean, I'm not licensed or anything, but I can definitely give you a facial. <laughs> that skin is already perfect. 
but I'm down to give you a pole dancing lesson. Weird. My calendar's wide open. Don't delay and book your appointment today. All right, for the win, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right, this one was tricky. It initially made me think of a woman because they're getting a micro pill and doing facials, but then they started talking about this delivery guy. Seems like he's probably buffing things and then pole dancing. Switched me to man for man. Ooh, man for man. What are you thinking? Laura, this is big for the win. Brett Michaels on the line. Woman for man. Woman for man. That was an option I had as well. Okay. I started out with woman for man, but then I switched to man for man. Okay. So locking in what? Woman for man? Lock it in. All right. Nicely done. That's wrong. Waiting for the steal to get back in the game. Are you going with man for man? Man for man. Locking it in? Locking it in. That's right. Let's go. Ah, Let's go. All right, let's move along. We got to get these out. Last two. Wayne, you get this, you tie it up. Jogging at the park. Davis. Cute blonde who kept locking eyes with me. I was with my partner, but the only thing that seemed to matter was you. To be honest, things haven't been going well at home. I haven't felt the things you stirred in me in a long time. You flooded me with just a glance. I'd love to return that favor. Not sure what your status is, but if you can overlook my situation, I can definitely look past whatever you have going on. Water splash emoji. Did you get that from that noise? Yeah. I just, that was like a squelch <laughs> noise. Yeah, not, not so much a splash. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's there. Now that's a splash. Okay. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Big one. Big one. All right, Wayne. Let's tie this thing up. It's a cute blonde in the park or somewhere. The person is saying they're with their partner. You're stirring something up on the inside of me that's totally woman talk. And that splash emoji means moisture is in the vicinity. So. I'm thinking woman for woman. I love how the analytical way that you put that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fatinity. Uh, all right, woman for woman. To tie it up, you want to go with that way? Locking it in, woman for woman. Woman for woman, that is. We right. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. Right. <laughs> We're back in that thing, Wayne. It is all tied up. Last one. Here we go, Laura. You get it right, you win. If you don't, Wayne automatically wins. Here we go. Sudden death, Super Brother Mario, special overtime. Mexican for dinner, West Sacramento. You ordered right behind me in line about 7 p.m. tonight. We share the same name, which I hardly ever see. Something else I don't see is a structured frame like that. You wore jeans and a green top, but you should have been wearing me. If you're interested and available, let me know. And we can do some takeout before you wear me out. Hmm. Or dash. dash. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right, Laura. To me, this one was a little bit tricky. Um, they're getting food. They have the same name. That makes you think that they could be the same sex, possibly. But then uh, the person saying you can wear me and wear me out. That's giving me woman vibes for sure. So this is either a woman for a man or a woman for a woman. Ooh, big options. 
What are you thinking? Well, they did say they have the same structured frame. No, they. she said that person has a nice structured frame. They only have the same name. Oh, okay. So what are you thinking? Woman for man or woman for woman? They could have a universal name like Alex. True. Yeah. Universal name. Out of all the universal names, you go with <laughs> Alex. Alex. <laughs> Which, by the way, for a I'm chick, it's a hot name. With, yeah. I'm going to go with woman for woman. Lock it in. Woman for woman. Locking it in. It all comes down to this one. If you get it right, you got the tickets. If not, insane in the Wayne brain gets to go to see Brett Michaels. Woman for woman. That is, without a doubt, 100%. No questions asked. Call your mama. It's correct. That's wrong. Oh! It is woman for man. Woman for man. That was my first choice. That was my first choice. For man. That means Wayne. I'll see you next Friday at the venue, Thunder Valley, Brett Michaels Party Gras, all right? I'll be there, brother. All right, brother. Hang on, hang on. Laura, 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 Laura. We've got extra. Yeah, we've got we've got tickets tomorrow, so you can call back tomorrow. You can play game. Actually, we'll have two pair of tickets tomorrow. So, you know, I probably won't have a way to give out the second pair. So, if you call up and say something nice, I'll probably just give them to you. Okay. Oh my gosh, you're wonderful. All Thank right. you. All right, call us back tomorrow. Take care. Have a good day. Okay. All Thank right. you too. All Bye-bye. right, we'll see you. Well, we got through all of those. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of misconnections. Uh huh. That's a lot of people looking for love. Watching this new Netflix special, uh, Stalker something something. Uh huh. And the guy went. Everybody's talking about that. Yeah, it's okay. So far, so good. The dude that uh, is 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 uh, what it's about. Uh-huh. He also acts in it, which I thought was kind of weird. And there, so it's a real show then, not a fakey fake. No, it's dramatization. But he's in the dramatizations. That's oh, weird. Oh yeah, that is weird. It's kind of weird. But this weird. Uh, he he went on Plenty of Fish. And that's where he found this psycho bitch. I mean, she's crazy. I think it's her, but I think that might be the twist at the end. I haven't seen the rest, the rest of the gimmick. All right, Nikki's got some issues with her kid. She's thinking about sending her to the farm. How did you pivot from that? Huh? It's called a segue. From a psycho man to Nikki's got issues with her kid. This she's is what I'm crazy. talking about next. You got the kid you want to send to the farm. You're not happy with her right now. <laughs> You're thinking about doing some crazy stuff. Well, actually, you know what? I mean, I'm going to back your play 110% on what you're going to do. Thank you. I think what, what you're going to do because of what she's done is exact. You and I had a parenting kind of right Thank here. You. So we'll tell you that story here in a minute. If you got any first car beater stories you want to get involved, kind of spoiler alert, that's where we're going to go with this. Uh, feel free to get those in. All right, hang on. Give us a minute. Oh, hold on for a second. Hey, is this uh, Ron? Is that your name? Yeah. Ron, what's your question, sir? Uh, I was calling about that uh, that crab feed. Crab feed in Bodega Bay. Yeah, Th- that's you guys a- had a commercial on right that's- after the man for the man for woman thing. Yeah, the man for woman. woman for man. Right. So listen, I I like that show. I appreciate. They, they were talking about a crab feed in, in Bodega Bay. Though they were ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Okay. Hold. It. They were talking about. It. So you want me to patch you through to the 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 show that's on the air? <laughs> uh. Can you hold on, please? Sure. All right. Now transferring. 98 Rock. Hello, your name? Yeah, my name is Ron. Hey, Ron. Oh, what can we do for you? 
Yeah, I was calling about that commercial that came out about the the ninety nine dollar crab feed, RC crab feed in Bodega Bay. And what station was that on here at Odyssey? It was on your station, ninety eight five. It came on right after the woman from it. The last one that you guys asked was the woman from in. Okay. Thing. It came on right after that. Well, you at the front desk. We have numerous stations here at Odyssey Sacramento. I can patch you through to the ninety eight Rock Studios if you're ready to be live on the radio. Sure. Okay. Please hold on. Okay. Now transferring. Nanny Rocks, the BS, your name. Yeah, my name's Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you? You're live on the radio. What can we do for you? Uh, yeah, I, I was calling about the <laughs> I was calling about the all you can eat crab feed in Bodega Bay. Oh my God, that sounds so delicious. Yeah, what do you need to know? Uh, I was wondering the name of I didn't catch the name of the place it was going to be at at uh, uh, the time. Tides Warp Bodega Bay, March eighth and fifteenth. Uh, I uh, in in at the tides dot com is the website. In at the tides dot com. Okay, yeah, like, an, like an in you stay at i n n. Yeah, i n n. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you. Appreciate Th- that, brother. Yeah, thank you for listening. Have a great day. All right, you guys too. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> I talk about customer service at this place. Yeah. This is good. It was awesome customer service. It was really, really good. Awesome. Uh, so, so Nikki D, uh, you got in some problem with your kid, right? Yeah, I, she's 15. I started teaching her how to drive like when she was little. And, I love like, that Like put stuff, her in, in my lap and let her do the wheel and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Uh, yeah. So now she's to an age where she has her learners. She's getting ready to turn 16 in May, and she wants her own car. And I've kind of been going back and forth with – if I was going to buy her a nice car or what I was going to give her my car, like what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I've been letting her drive home from school and her, she has a friend here. So it's always her and her friend. So I let her get in. She drives her friend home. Then she drives us home. When we get to her friend's house the other day, she pulls up and she puts the car in park before she puts her foot on the brake. Oh no! So my car makes oh. this crazy like noise and then it like jerks to a stop. Her reaction was to laugh. Her and her friend. They were like, ah! <laughs> so I lose it. I go off on both of them. Now, are you sure she didn't laugh because she was nervous and she knew she screwed up and she was with her friend? Do you think she would have laughed if her friend wasn't there? I think she would have laughed probably either way because that's what these kids do now. They laugh at everything. Because you think that she has no respect. No respect yeah. because it's not yours. You don't pay for anything. You have no money. You don't still get the grasp of responsibility right so they both laughed about it and i went off on both of them i said what do you think is funny about tearing up my car we only have one is this a new friend here in sacramento yes all right so nikki's the mom that it doesn't matter if you're new or not (laughs) she's just gonna she's just gonna go off on you this this girl's never coming over y'all's house ever again (laughs) it's fine with me whether she does or she doesn't but i was I was just furious. So I'm, I'm now yelling at my daughter, like, why would that be your first reaction? Why wouldn't you be concerned? Because what this tells me is if something happens to this car and I'm not in it with you, mm-hmm. you're not going to take it seriously. So now, instead of me figuring out what to do or thinking about giving you my car and buying myself a new one, there's no way I'm going to give you a nice new car for you to just tear up. What did she think she was going to get? Like, your first car, I don't know if it, it should be a beater beater, but, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing is now is even the beaters, you know, as you call them, cash cars, Yes, are actually pretty nice. You know, when I bought my mom a car before I left Georgia, well, she's in Florida, you know, I got her, the whole story of, you know, 
few people trying to scam me online and this and this and that. But I ended up getting her a cash car. It was like less than 5K. And, you know, I went with a, a brand and a type of car that lasts forever. I think it was like a Nissan Versa or something like that. Mm-hmm. My mother, out of all things in the car, you know what she wanted? She, she wanted roll-down windows. Yes, she did. That's I all remember she, that. That's all she wanted was roll-down windows. She's like, oh, my God, it reminds me of my, you know, 78 years old. She was stoked about it. So, like, you know, versus, like, our first, you know, a lot of people our age, when we had our first car, you know, I had a buddy that his first car was, a, like, a makeshift. This is the car she sent me. A makeshift to Jeep. To tell me that she wants. And there was, like, a hole in the back. The tire was wobbly. And, you know, I mean, it was a death trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wants a $25,000 Altima. This is what Bees has. Yeah, that's what she wants. She wants me to get her a Nissan Altima. $25,000 car. She wants a Nissan Altima. And a new one, a 2023 Who Nissan Altima. So she's Who a, is this child? So she's all about being mad because you told her she's getting a, a beater. Yeah, I told her there's no way I'm I'm going to buy her any type of car with a car. No, I'm not going to pay my car off and give her my car. I'm going to go buy her a cash car that cost me a couple thousand dollars. And if she drives it into the side of a building, it's just not going to matter. Why don't you? Why don't you do the? You know, she's 15. She's got how? When is she? How many months until she's 16? May. May. Oh, so not much. But she just started early. Should have been like, you know what? If you Sorry. want that car. <laughs> I'll match you. I'll match you dollar for dollar. She has no dollars to match. She doesn't save anything, so that wouldn't have worked. Well, that's the problem. I mean, you know, you could you could learn her there. Maybe, maybe not. Now she's trying to get a job because I told her I'm not going to buy her a car. You know, the problem is, is that you have to buy her a car because it makes life easier on you. It right. does make life easier on me, but that's, <laughs> that's why I'm going to go just get a little a little beater. And I'm not even going to try to buy her one of these nice new cash cars like what you guys got, Caleb. No, it's not even going to be that nice. Yeah, well, it's gonna Cal- be like a, a two thousand. Cal- Caleb's was not a a beater. Cal- Cal- we got Caleb like. It was uh, it was a GMC Denali. I mean, it was a nice. Um, it, it was a nice first car, but you guys SUV. paid like cash for it, though, right? Like you didn't yeah. have a car note on it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, paid. Yeah. We paid for it. Well, when you say cash car, though, I'm thinking like like a beater. Well, a cash car means yeah. you don't have a car note. It means you bought it from somebody, you pay for it outright. There's no car note on it. Like it's their car oh. to just have. Okay, you're not making payments on some nice car. I well, mean, most cash cars are like Bailey is saying, though. Like they're just kind of beat up old. That's why you were not able to now. Buy they're it in not. Cash. They're not now. Like the car they bought him was not beat up or old. Yeah. Well, the vet that I yeah, just bought they... yesterday was a cash car. I mean, that's <laughs> well, beautiful. Right. I mean, brand right. new. Like 96-ish thousand. I mean, it was beautiful. I'm just kidding. What are you you willing to spend, what, like four four grand, 4,500? Yeah, 4,000 or less. I know where you could get a, it's aerodynamic. It's so smooth, so streamlined, as they call it in the business. It's all black. It's a Dodge (laughs) Journey. (laughs) And um, it's got about 150,000 miles uh, road tested. (laughs) Is it missing a bumper? Streamlined. Yeah, that's what, aerodynamic. Aerodynamic, okay. yeah. So when you're getting into those big winds, it's just gonna whoo, and built just in top and bottom, built-in weed air freshener. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as you sit on mm-hmm. the seats, you're high. Okay. <laughs> built-in dirt Pow. in the seats too. Oh yeah, dirt. Okay. Yeah, probably gotcha. probably won it numerous states with warrants. Possibly, just yes. the one state is a possibility. Or the ticket here, or for an extra two thousand dollars, <laughs> you can buy a van that says Nelson on the side of it. <laughs> Right. With a phone number that calls Nelson. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, my gosh. What was your first? On the hubcap. What was your first? My dad bought me a new car for my first car. I had a 2000 Kia Sophia, and that was the first year Kia's came out. Kia Sophia? Yeah. That's a car? That's a car. Yeah. Sounds like a Muppet. 
Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's a car. Or I a had porn a brand star. New. Right. I had like the electric windows and I had a CD player in my car and my car was like a thing where I'm from. You, Everybody loved my car. My first car is an 88 Honda Prelude SI four-wheel steering, cherry red, gold honeycomb rims. Oh, you had a Prelude. It was That's my so baller. most favorite, my most favorite car in the entire world. Michelle, hold on, okay? Michelle? Okay. Yeah, hold on. My most favorite car. Like, it could turn on a dime, right? It was so, so cool. All mm-hmm. as I wanted my first, and my mother was like, hey, you know, they've got the new newer Preludes out, you know, because I was, you know, I could have got like an 89 or 90 or something, but they had changed the body style. All as I wanted in my first car were the headlights to flip up. <laughs> like yep. like the black Ferrari from Miami Vice. Yeah, That's cool. You know, because I wanted to park it sideways with the wheels turned <laughs> and then get in the car. And as I start, and it was a stick shift, I wanted a stick. As I started to go, I wanted to pop the lights up. I just ah, thought that was the coolest yes. thing in the world. Right, those pop-up yes. lights were badass at that time. Yes, they were until they were stuck down and didn't come up. Right, and that was a problem. And you had to have a uh, flashlight out your window, <laughs> which I did. You know, that was that was kind of a thing. I'm so guess- cash car. Yes, I should get her a cash car. Her, yeah, yeah. You know, bees. On the other hand, like my daughter, we did not, but she's an ex- you know she's an extremely responsible driver. You know, and she she was you know we took her out you know way in a year in advance. To do that stuff. I, I agree. I'd been pissed too if I were you. Mm-hmm. You know, that she did that. Yeah. It seems like so, you're still cash pissed. car. By the way, Nelson's first car, he's still driving it at 42 years old. <laughs> no. Are you kidding? The way I drive, you think that car lasted that long? Right. That's like you know, my 15th right. car. <laughs> All right. Third round of headlines. Best of luck to you, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where in a man's body Dr. Poole bugs from and what cameras were compromised? All right, we'll get you uh, your third round of headlines. Two big stories from today here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. And third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530, good air. Go ahead, please. Most noses have boogers, not bugs. H5. The man, a cancer survivor had been experiencing symptoms since October but sought help when his face and lips swelled. Doctors found larvae feeding and burrowing inside his nose, causing inflammation. Uh, This man in Jacksonville, Florida, said he started having kind of some issues with this. He thought was his sinuses. And then he woke up one day and his face just swelled up. His lips swelled up. He said he could hardly talk. If he got up to go to the bathroom, his nose would bleed. So he knew he needed to get into a doctor. So he goes, sees his ear, nose, and throat doctor. And as soon as the doctor looks up his nose, he is freaked out. He sees a bunch of bugs burrowed in like the base part of his nose. And he said they went so far back that they were like right at the base of where his skull is. So if one of those bugs had burrowed through his skull, it would have killed him. Oh where God. is this at? Jacksonville, Florida. It's here in the United States. Yes, here in the United States. And they have the video posted on YouTube. I don't advise you to watch it. It was so hard for me to pull that audio because I was trying to pull it and then not look at the video. And it it was traumatizing. I still saw a little bit. You would expect this from like one of those net kids or something, right? Something. I don't know. You know, but 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 not from somebody in Jacksonville. The biggest bug was the like size of the tip of a pinky finger is what the doctor no. said. Big bug. Yes, it is. And they were so big uh. that he couldn't suck them out. He had uh. to pull them out one by one. That's how big they were. And what kind of bugs were they? 
just like these little worm looking things. I, I don't know. Oh my know. I don't God know. in heaven. They sent them to like be examined and, and they're trying to figure out how it got in his nose. Yeah. And the man admitted himself that it's probably from his poor hygiene yeah. because he handles Nelson. dead fish for whatever, for whatever reason. So he said he used don't to take Nelson. his hands and wash them off in the river and he touch his nose. This is also the guy that had that eye conjunctivitis. Uh, and and then it jumped from one eye to the other. Right. Eye. No. Yeah. From dirty hands. Cellulitis. Uh, yeah. Or cellulitis. Oh, my uh, nose the, itches every time oh I think about it. Oh my god! And they're just crawling. It looks like a scene from the movie Aliens. And the it's next step so is nasty. for Nelson to have. Oh god. Buggers. Ugh. No, I'm not gonna have bugs in my nose. Yeah. That's like pliers. That's or not so pliers, disgusting. but tweezers one at a time. Yeah, he had the, the doctor had to pull it out one at a time, and he shows the surgery on YouTube. Oof. Don't watch it. It's so gross. I've got to watch. I, actually, I can do that kind of stuff. I can't. All right. <laughs> <Kyle>. <laughs> uh, all right, second story. Not only is Big Brother watching, but so is your neighbor, age six. If you have a wise security camera at home, an alarming glitch may have made your home and what's private only to you visible to strangers. <laughs> Now, I knew that Wise made computers. I had no idea that they also made security cameras. Well, apparently they had a glitch in the security cameras last week. And so if you went onto your camera, you could possibly look into your neighbor's home. Now, they didn't say how long the glitch occurred. They did say that they were able to fix it and things are fine now. But this is the second security glitch that Wise has had. I don't think Wise makes computers, do they? Yes, they do. I've never, I've only heard of their cameras. No, they have computers because I used to work for one of my medical companies. Those are the the um, boxes we had. They were Wise boxes. See, I always thought Wise was uh, the Home Depot brand of security cameras i, I did too because like no. you can get them for like 30 i i have a couple of them and i'll take them with me when we travel so if i stay at a hotel or something i'll oh, set up do. security in the room with a wise yeah. camera so yeah. i guess what wise does is cloud-based technology yeah. so anything that involves the cloud which is not great uh business news for them if you if their cloud isn't secure you see these boxes yeah. these are what we had at our job these wise computer boxes. what was the story by the way what happened to them um, they had a glitch in the system. So oh. if you have one of these cameras in your home, your neighbor could click on their camera and look right in your house. Oh, I believe that. I believe it too, because yeah. it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? If you would have had that conversation before you told the story, I would have believed it. Yeah. <laughs> but now I really believe it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 27 years ago today, does anybody remember what happened with the scientists in Scotland and what they announced that they had finally succeeded in doing? If you do, then... You're really going to dig this show on Netflix called New World. Sex slaves, naked alien worship, all kinds of stuff. Uh, They go hand in hand. I'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. There's Kyle. Poor Michelle has been on hold for... I'm sorry, Michelle. I had so much to do. They yell at me when I run late, and I always do that, so I always get yelled at, and... You poor thing, you just want to ask me about those Brett Michaels tickets, don't you? Uh, it was the Pearl Jam tickets. Oh, the Pearl Jam tickets. Sorry about that. The Pearl Jam tickets. Yes. Did we, Nikki, did we ask? Did we have an extra pair? Yeah, we have an extra pair. We have an extra pair. Oh. Well, relax. I didn't say I was giving them to you. Right. Oh, darn. I just said I have an extra pair. Tell me a little quickly. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um. Okay, I've got a wonderful, awesome husband. We love, love, love to go to concerts, and these ticket prices are getting so insane. If I could win a pair from you instead of having to 
fight, fight, fight to get some good seats mm. that would just um, make my husband's day and my day and guarantee me to get a little love. You know what I'm saying? There we oh. go. That's what I'm talking. You don't strike me as the Pearl Jam fan. Like, is is that like? Oh. is that what you did? You did you is that your coming of age band? No. Oh, well. I mean, I was in college when they really hit, high school and college when they really hit. Really? Oh, yeah, no. I'm I'm a rock girl. I went to Woodstock 94. I've seen Pearl Jam before. Wow. Okay. How old are yeah. you? How old are you? Uh, 40-something. Oh, my God. You sound so much <laughs> older than that. Really? You're only 40-something. Yeah, what's that? 40-something. Wow. Okay. I was like, you sound like kind of a grandma. I was like, his grandma's going to Pearl Jam. That's awesome. Is, is, is 52, 40-something? Huh? No. I'm just making sure. No, no, no. Okay. Well, look, I tell you what. I mean, you you sound like you deserve to go more than anything else. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Well, well, we do have an extra pair, and I told you I'd give them to you. I'm just playing around with you. I'll give them to you, all right? Oh, you are the best. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and tell your husband thank you for listening, okay? Oh, he's going to get thanked. <laughs> Damn, wow. sh- she'll open that office space right now, hornier than hell. Yeah, right. Knowing that she got Pearl Jam tickets, she's going to go home yeah. and you, know, you can tell your husband he's welcome. Okay, I will. All right, Michelle for husband. That's the game, nothing mm-hmm. personal. All right, hang on. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> she's excited. That's cute. Yeah, she is. Uh, 27 years ago, 1997, scientists in Scotland announced that they had su- succeeded in what? Cloning, right? A sheep. Yeah, bah. sheep name was what? Dolly. Yep. Yeah, it was the uh, big uh, cloning of Dolly. The reason I bring that up is because there's a show on Netflix called New World, Sex Slaves, Clone Babies, and Naked Alien Worship Inside the UFO Cult, led by Prophet Rael, who betted thousands of women. You guys, have you seen this show? Are you familiar with this cult? No, but I'm in all the way now. Cults facet. Well, let me just tell you. Kind of a spoiler alert. It's not as good as you think it is. Like I thought it was like some like orgy cult, and I guess it kind of was yeah. in a way, but they don't really show a lot of it. Um, it's a three episode uh, thing. I think it's three episodes. But I, if it's a cult, I'm in. I'm fascinated with cults. Absolutely fascinated with cults. I am always fascinated why people join cults. You know, I mean, you know, I, I in my head I'm thinking that you're just a really weak-minded person like you need something you yearn mm-hmm. for something mm-hmm. yeah and you're not realizing that just give it some time and you'll get it mm-hmm. but you want it now because you've been without it for so long maybe mm-hmm. that you find these people by chance and now you have that community that camaraderie that you're looking for sure you know kind of like when nikki's going through with the friends you know she's like rich she's trying to find a friend anywhere right she's primed mm-hmm. to be dragged into a cult but what happens when you try to? Kinda, hard? Kyle. Yeah. Kinda. If Nikki joined a cult, I would not be shocked. I absolutely, I agree with that, Kyle. Absolutely, one hundred and ten percent. She is like, if if any cult recruiters are listening, that's your girl. She <laughs> she is totally like would just jump on board. Some of the conversations I have with her and these experiences that she's having with these people, I was like, she's totally a cult person. But this one is uh, this guy Raul Rael R A E L Rael. He's still alive today. And he starts this, like how he, he, you know, first off, you have to be a master manipulator. Then you have to have a basis. And that basis has to tie into religion somehow. The traditional religion. You know, there's numerous religions. There's tons of religions. Whether Zoroasterism or, you know, Judaism or Christianity. I mean, they all have the common theme that there's a God. Buddhism, you know, Muslim, you know, all that stuff. You know, you have a common theme. You have a God. 
just by a different name with similar characteristics, right? If you match them all up together. So in order to start a cult, you have to just create a new one, but it has to have similar characteristics. So his was that he was a prophet and he was at, he actually knows Jesus. He knows Buddha. He knows, uh, he knows all the gods, mm-hmm. right? Muhammad, he knows them all. Of course. Uh, because he, uh, the, the, the hierarchy is not those gods. Those, those are just prophets. The hierarchy are the aliens, which how easy is that to buy into nowadays? Oh, yeah. Super easy. Right. So he was taken by the aliens, and he is their messenger on Earth. Mm. Because we would think Brilliant. any amount of uh, significantly advanced technology would appear as magic to us. So we would think that the aliens were right. gods. Right. So I'm getting to the, the, the cloning Dolly thing. The reason I brought this up in a second. So he starts this cult, starts off small like anything else. I don't care else. about the cloning. Get to the, the sex, what would you say, sex slaves? Sex slaves. <laughs> so he, you know, then he gets his core group. And they start recruiting. They start uh-huh. recruiting. They find the weak-minded. The weak-minded jump in. And now they're 50, 100 strong. And they just keep growing and growing and growing. It's pretty much anybody that's got no friends, no life, but believes in aliens. That's all you got to do. Me. Right? I mean, seriously. Okay. You know, and you can't, be, you can't be an alpha in a cult. You have to be a no. beta. Sure. You know, because the alpha has to be the cult leader. So as the cult continues to grow and he continues to speak, I forget what nationality or nationality he is, but he doesn't speak English. And so he's talking to these people, and then it gets to a point where they build a a commune, you know, a compound where they all live (laughs) together because nobody wants them around. You have to. That's the next step. Mm -hmm. You have to be isolated, and you have to have everybody live together. Well, he thinks that freeing yourself, which, by the way, is a... Uh, method mm-hmm. of taking your clothes off to free yourself. That's why be- you see a lot of these bad guy stories, and they're like, "Well, what do you? He made a strip down to to nothing. Why do they make you do that? Because you feel vulnerable, right? Right. So that's why these cult people are so big into the sex stuff. Not only because they're horny, but they know that if you're without clothes, you feel vulnerable, right? It's a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. So they start just walking around naked. It's like a mm-hmm. naked party, and you don't have to be naked, but you you know a lot of people are naked. Sure. And then they start, you know having open sex because that's there's nothing more free than to have sex out in public and no one judging you, mm-hmm. right? Well, then it starts to get to the point where they need money. Mm-hmm. So then they dig in. They're telling people that they have to, to tithe. So they have to give them 10% of their their paychecks or, mm-hmm. or their salary or whatever their money is coming from because they want to build this huge monumental compound type of thing. And then he starts... I forget the reason for it, but he's like, he gives a reason why he should start sleeping with everybody's wives, mm-hmm. right? Because people are coming there with their wives. Mm-hmm. And so now he's nailing all their wives. And then he, he has this select group of the hottest girls in the cult. As you do. Right. As is, he calls them something angels, kind of like Corey Feldman's girls, right? You know, it's got like some <laughs> so- kind of angels. This guy, and I'm sitting here watching this and I'm going, this scrawny dude who, you know, he grow the beard, you know, because the beard makes you look official, right? He, mm-hmm. you know, he almost kind of looks like Bin Laden. And I'm going, this cult leaders are brilliant. They're at, I mean, we 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 give them such a I mean, they're bad people, right? But they're so brilliant. You can be brilliant and bad, right? Yeah. There's you know, one one's not the other. So this these cult leaders are so brilliant. I'm fascinated with the master manipulation. And I don't know if it's something you can learn. I think it's something you're taught. I mean, it's something you're born with. 
Yeah, you're broken from the beginning. It's like a narcissism to the next level. Right. It, it's something that you have. Like trauma. From, from yeah. a, like there are certain things that I learned as a kid because of my environment. Right. I do believe that. You are a product of your environment. Right. So you mm-hmm. wonder if that was this guy's case. They go a little bit into this, this Rael's guy, the background. Yeah. Have you watched How to Become a Cult Leader on Netflix? I have. So good. So good. So good, you know. I'm that, taking notes. If if there's anything, like if you look I'm at my Netflix, notes. it says like suggested for you, cults. Like it's all cult stuff. <laughs> Everything cult stuff attracts. Yeah, if it, yeah, right. If I get in trouble with the law or something, they're gonna. They're, that's where you go into the Netflix. You learn a lot about somebody by going through their Netflix. Yes. Anyway, so like they get kicked out of France or something, and he goes to Japan, and he quickly recruits Japanese people. You know, and they're hotter How? than the French. You know, the girls that he's got with him. Beautiful mm, Japanese speak, girls. I mean, does he speak Japanese? No. But this guy, he got so big. Like, I'm not talking about something no one knows about. This guy got so big because they decided to clone, be the first to clone a human baby. Mm, and can't do that. He had a, the, the religion is Raelism. Raelism. Mm-hmm. And he had this woman that claimed to be a doctor. And she was heading up this secret lab, not in the United States, to clone the first human baby. Hmm. And the world talked about it. I mean, this was a big deal, I guess. I don't remember it. I don't remember the baby. I remember the sheep. Right. This was post-Dolly. Oh. And they did this to get attention, you know, they to market. And they, you know, they still to this day, they say they cloned a baby, that it's alive and living. But nobody's seen it. But nobody's ever seen the baby. Yeah, they're lying. The, this dude actually testified before the United States Congress. That you do you know how big you have to be to be pulled into Congress? Yep, that's a big deal. They brought a cult leader to the United States to testify before Congress to explain why it was okay to claim uh, to clone a baby. This was during the Bush administration, the last Bush administration. That's crazy. You no, know, because Bush then Bush goes to the White House lawn and talks about this guy. And he says how, you know, he's against cloning babies. It's a, which brought up a conversation and divided, you know, people again of going, well, why not? It's going to extend life. We can live forever. And these and these and these and these kind of mm-hmm. things. Oh my God, this guy's brilliant. This the guy's still alive and he's still got women catering to him. Well, but, that makes sense because when you're in a cult, these people that follow you, they follow you to the end. A lot of them, drink the kool-aid okay so once you get people wrapped in and they're believing in you even when you prove that this person is corrupt or something's wrong with them the same with all those polygamy like a preacher men, like that one guy he's in jail people are still following him and he's in jail that's all you got to do is get somebody to believe in you they'll follow you to the end of the earth and the best the best thing that can happen to him go to jail you become a martyr yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah because you look at great people that had to go to jail to prove a point. I mean, how many leaders, you know, that during the civil rights movement were arrested, dragged away, all they were doing was peacefully protesting mm-hmm. while they sat in jail. They became they knew that. MLK knew that. You know, if you get pictures of the black man being pulled away from the white cops or by the white cops thrown in jail for peacefully protesting, which is your right to do, you're a martyr. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do is spend some time mm-hmm. in the clink. 
uh, if you can arrest them and stuff like that. You know, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that cult leaders are brilliant. Maybe that's not the right, right thing to right. say. <laughs> but if you look at them, I mean, there's a lot you can learn. You know, if you're trying to be like, especially you're, like if you're in sales. Just a motivational I, speaker. <laughs> all as I would do was watch cult stuff if I were a salesman. That's all I would do. Apparently that's what you do anyway. Yeah, well, I'm not a salesman, but Maybe yeah, if I were in into sales, if I were in sales, I would watch because that's what you do. I mean, they're just they're selling their product to all these people, asking them to change their lives, give them their lives, give them their wives. Can you imagine somebody saying, hey, look, if you're going to be here and you believe in the cause and you want to go to where we're going to go eventually, I need to bang your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, just say that out loud for a second and then be in the situation and then allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. The dude's fact a, that anybody would go for that. Dude's so a genius. Sadistic. Dude's, is it? I mean, Yes, you're preying on broken people. Well. That is everything being a cult leader is. It's kind of capitalism, I guess. I mean, I mean that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like, is it, is it price gouging people's emotions? Who knows? <laughs> wow. The fix is in. Right? You know, I mean, that's that's what he's. That's, look. I, I think that anybody, if they're like, hey, you know, we want you to join a, I mean, we want you to start a cult. You're going to have hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people follow you, and women are going to be throwing themselves at you. Mm-hmm. You'll never have to work a day in your life. You just have to make some stuff up and go up on stage. Bet you nine out of ten people would do it. You have to be one of those uh, sociopaths. Like, you have to literally not care about anybody but yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you really believe in what you're saying. I mean, what do, if you do they per- though? They say if you repeat a lie long enough, you start to believe it yourself. So Absolutely. maybe you're onto something. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, here's how you justify it. You go, okay. Well, I mean, look, there's no real proof of Jesus, right? I mean, the Bible is a story that's been passed down and twisted, and there's no re- you can't read it literally. So why can't there be another Jesus? I mean, as like a follower, you would say that, right? <laughs> this is literally the beginning of a new cult. <laughs> right? No, that, well, you know, there's no Jesus. This isn't technically real. <laughs> but that's what you say. Like, no. you, you, I mean, for, for somebody that is a believer in Christianity or any religion, they're not going to buy into that. They're mm-hmm. not going to buy into it. But somebody that's on the fence, they'll buy into that. Absolutely. You can totally, for a purpose? You can totally poke holes in any religion. Uh, and, and if you find those loopholes and those holes and convince somebody that this is the new thing, uh, I mean, obviously I'm right because it's happened time and time again. <laughs> you know, I mean, you look at, I mean, even militias that exist, they don't believe in our own government, right? They, you know, there's people that are at Costco right now buying 72 hours worth of food because they think the end of the world's <laughs> coming tomorrow. Yep, they right. absolutely do. Right, so they exist and they're out there. You know, I think it's probably easier than you. But you look at all the like the um, the infrastructure. Is it like starting a small business? Do you yeah. have to have like fifty k in 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 your bank in order to start a cult? Like, how does yeah. it work for, to go from the ground up? Because what they do is the people who start to follow them, they convince them, like you said, that they need to hand over their businesses yep. or pay tithes. I know in the uh, polygamy sector, like they, the people that own businesses, he made them like sign over their businesses to him. Yeah, but that's not until later. You have to get the fish on the hook. Most of them start somewhere in a field. It doesn't cost them any money. Yeah. Well, it's just going to cost something. You know, you got to buy the land. Like this, uh, this Rael guy, the first compound that he bought was only like $200,000. <laughs> you know, and I say only like $2,000 compared to what he eventually built, which was hundreds of millions of dollars that they were able to get from all their followers. I mean, the average person, if you just had a regular little job, could probably get a $200,000 facility. 
yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. need much. Yeah. He's just like, hey, we're going to rent this house down the street and start a cult. Yep. And everybody comes over and goes, this is an odd compound for a cult. <laughs> Yeah, we're starting here, but we've got such. Wait till Tuesday night's meeting. We've got such bigger plans ahead. <laughs> Airbnb, we got a great deal. Yeah, we, this is our Airbnb call for right now. Just go with the vision. Here's the vision you have: like this little drawing that you mm-hmm. have up there. It's like this is Bailey World. Okay, <laughs> I just need ten percent of everybody's paycheck for the next ten years, and then we're going to pay this off and have it happen. You know. uh, Mr. Bailey, thanks for joining us here at Chase Bank this afternoon. <laughs> it says here on the paperwork that you're looking for seed money f- for a, is this a, a cult? Yes. A cult? Yes. It's a cult of personality of sorts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. And you have backers. You have backers in this. I've got, endeavor? I've got, I've got 112 backers as of today. Yeah. <laughs> investors, emotional investors. Yeah, but you know what? Online, there's about forty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell they're going to back the play. I can. Uh, but you got to watch this. It's it's fascinating. You know, it's it's called New World Sex Slaves, Clone Babies, Naked Alien Worship. Never proof that they clone the baby. Because hmm. they do. Well, I don't think so either. Well, they had the guy. There was it was only two people, right? It was the the quote unquote doctor in this cult, mm-hmm. and then this other guy who was an actual legit biochemist, and he worked in the secret lab, and he's furious with the cult. He's a detractor, detractor, mm-hmm. defector, defector, defector. There you go. And they have him on this on the show, and he's like, "It just doesn't exist." No, if they cloned a baby, that baby would have been paraded everywhere. Everywhere. Right. And but, there would be probably mass hysteria and panic across the planet as 50% of religious people gave up on their religion because they were on the fence. And now, what does that mean if we clone a human? Who and then, is God? And then it gets really dark because then you get into things that are extremely illegal, you know, with uh, minors, of course, you know, and oh, things like always- that. But but then this guy goes there, and the guy openly talks about it. So he's a pedophile, and, and you know. So then it gets like then it gets not fun when you start talking about it because then you get disgusting and gross, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and people wanted to kill him. But the guy's still alive, and there's people that still wear his little medallion and follow him. Yeah, which is crazy. I believe it. Like, why can't a, a cult fix like potholes? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm into civic duties and banging your wife. That's it. It's my cult. Join civic it. civic duty and banging. That's all I yeah, want to do. That's it. And we'll have meetings. So camaraderie's there too. Yes. Yeah. 916-909-0985. You want to get into the final uh, hour here of the program. Uh so not only twenty seven years ago today was Dolly clone, but today uh is National Chili Day. And I usually don't really care about these things because every day is something. But I, you know, being new to town, I don't know if this chili exists here in California. And in my opinion, it is without a doubt the best chili. And there used to be stores to sell this chili. I don't even know if they exist anymore. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. National Chili Day, best chili ever in the history of chili. Comes from a store that I don't know if it exists uh, in California or even on the West Coast. Uh, I, I know the company exists because I see the <clears throat> the canned stuff in the um, in the grocery store, but it's Skyline Chili. I knew you were going to say that. Ever heard of Skyline Chili? No. Mm-hmm. No? No. Does anybody remember the Skyline Chili stores in the mall? That this, I don't remember, but I nope. remember Skyline Chili. Yeah, this is, uh, so it's, it's Cincinnati style chili. That's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a style. Mm. Is that the ones with the onions meat? in it with like, like spaghetti? 
They serve it over spaghetti, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when you would go to the store, and, and, and like, I remember this like it was yesterday, because I, I would go, my mother at the time, this was after the first divorce, first divorce, and we had moved into a house, we're in Naples, Florida, and she had to go back to work, so she gets a job in the mall, and this was 80-something, uh, at this end up which is a furniture store, or was. And that's what my furniture always was, this end up. It was like really sturdy wood furniture. And so after school, I would go and hang out at the mall all day. I'd go in, and because she sold, she was selling furniture, they had desks. I'd just go do my homework at the desk. And then when I was done my homework, she'd give me like $5. I'd go over to the arcade, you know, and then i just walk around the mall. I love malls. I always have loved malls. And for lunch, I would either get Ruby Tuesdays, uh, because they had all, their salad bar is awesome, their croutons are the best ever. Or I'd go to Skyline Chili, and you would order. It would come like two. You would order like two way, three way, or four way, and it's like the spaghetti. You know, it's literally spaghetti, and they would put this amazing shredded cheddar cheese, tons of it, kind of like what Subway does with lettuce for filler. They did it with cheese and mm-hmm. just loaded it up with cheese. Uh, and then you would have the meat, which was just how, however they, that's what made it different was whatever sauce, whatever ingredients, whatever seasoning they used. Uh-huh. It was just so delicious. And then you could put onions on top if you, yeah. like you wanted like how that you should eat it, I guess onions, but I don't do onions. Uh-huh. And that was it. The only place I know now that still sells that is Steak and Shake. Yeah, but Steak and Shake doesn't have Skyline Chili. I don't, I don't Skyline, know what kind of meat is on it, but that's how they serve it. Skyline Chili is a brand. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I it, don't know. It's a, it's a store. Like, you can buy it in the grocery store. The only problem is, is I think there's a lot of extra sodium in those cans. Yeah. Well, well, have you yeah, had it from sure. Steak and Shake? How do you know they don't use Skyline Chili? Yeah, I've had Steak and Shake Chili. It's it's very similar. Like, I, I mean, maybe that's like a Cincinnati-style chili they use, but it's a loose chili that Sky, uh, Steak and Shake uses. Mm-hmm. But it's not Skyline. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can you can tell the difference. There's a total difference. But, you know, like when you go to different parts of the country with barbecue, mm-hmm. you know, like Memphis, great barbecue. The South, great barbecue. Barbecue's different out on this coast. Uh, better for, Neither better for worse, right? But, uh, you know, the barbecue that we had from, what was that, uh, would you, McHugh's? McHugh's. McHugh's, yeah. McHugh's in Elk Grove. Uh, the gentleman brought in bar. I mean, that, those those are some of the best ribs I've ever had. But it seems like the brisket on the West Coast, everybody slices it, which mm. I'm not used to. You know, like I bear claw my brisket. The meat itself, See, that's it weird looks to me. a lot different. Like it's it's like thin slice, and it kind of looks like roast beef. You're right. It, it almost like lunch meat. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And my brisket or bis- brisket, you know, mm-hmm. in the South, we'll bear claw it. Right. You know, so it's so big even chunks. At the, yeah. Like even at the restaurants. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That we slice it in in Nebraska. Yeah, that's weird. Weird to mm-hmm. me. You know. Yeah. That that just seems normal. So no, it's like big thick chunks of brisket. Does mm. does chili have beans? Yes. Yes, I agree. Uh, Skyline chili, I don't think has beans. Well, if you talk to chili purists, they say chili does not have beans. Yeah. Chili is just meat and sauce. That's what. Mm. That, that's what Skyline chili is. I'm pretty sure it's just meat and sauce. Mm-hmm. I believe so. After a quick scroll through their website just now, what? I believe it's just meat and sauce. Oh, did you see it? Are you familiar with it? I, I, I've I've heard of it. Is there any? I've is never there any over here? Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, and Florida. Are those the only places? Are the only places? Yeah. Oh my God! What a great business venture. Next time I'm in one of those places, though, mm-hmm. where, I'm checking. Where are they again? I'm, Ohio, Indiana, mm-hmm. 
Florida and Kentucky. You want to go to Indiana? SEC country. You want to go to Indiana? Just you and me? Yeah. Just go get Skyline Chili? It'll be a Windiana. <laughs> I remember I brought this up one time, and somebody uh, somebody sent me Skyline Chili from another state. I don't know. I, I forget how they did it. Uh, I'm showing that they sell it at Walmart. Yeah. you Well, that's why I said you can buy in the stores. You can buy, like, the cans. Yeah. But for, it just doesn't taste the same. Oh, okay. That, that uh, uh, my neighbor, Fireman Rob, he's like, WTF, you know about you know about Cincinnati chili? One oh of my, my favorites. God. I just made some the other week. I know where you can get it. My house. I have packets of Skyline chili mix if you want some. Oh, my it, God. It's just. I love this for him. It's it's, But it's different like when you make, anything's different right. when you make it at home. Yeah. You know, when you try when to make a Starbucks that? pink drink at home, it just doesn't taste the same. I think they do that on purpose. Of course they do that on purpose. So that you have to go back. Absolutely. I mean, it's proprietary, right? The Cheddar Bay biscuits that you can buy now in the store. Uh, from They don't taste the same. Red Lobster. Not, from Red you Lobster. Yeah. Ooh, you can, they're, they're close. They are close. You, you know how you fix that? How? You double up the amount of cheese you put in there. And that'll I'm taste like you, it does at the restaurant. And not only will it pull apart like it does at the restaurant, but it'll taste like it does let, at the restaurant. That's what they don't tell the you. Let, let me tell you why there's nothing that you can buy in the store, whether it's the biscuits, the chili, meat, salt, why it will never taste the same as the restaurant. Very simple. Why? Atmosphere. Yes. Oh, because mm-hmm. you're not in the restaurant. Yeah. You As much of a hassle as it might be waiting to get a table or as much of a bitch as the waiter waitress might be, it doesn't matter. It's all about the experience. Mm, and the, you, the pageantry, if you will. The pageantry, and I will. Mm. And if you are able to go through those hoops of fire in order to get your cheddar biscuits or my Skyline Chili or my Ruby Tuesday Crouton, then it was worth just that much more. I'll tell you what does taste the same at home. Olive Garden dressing. It it does. Cool. But, mm-hmm. but you know why it doesn't taste this? It it does and it doesn't. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not the same lettuce. Mm. <laughs> okay, you're going to put it on a different lettuce at home. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. You're yes. right. Because there's something about <laughs> being able to dig in that bowl with those prongs that are always cold. Mm-hmm. And you twist and you turn, right? That's true. And then you have somebody going, do you want more? Uh-huh. I do. And you want to scoop just the right amount because you're sharing. Yes. You want to you don't want to steal all the croutons, you don't want to steal all the olives. <laughs> that experience alone makes it different at the house than it does at the store. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Point. Because I'm not the only person that goes through that. We all go no, through that, right? The dilemma. The dilemma. Every and then time. and then looking across the table whether you're on a date or you're with family, still trying to be courteous and nice, and there's only that even though you have unlimited there's just that little bit left. Do you want it? Do you want it? Do you want it? <laughs> Do you want it? Also, can we get a pepperoni person? Right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. My wife is a pepperoni person. You're right. But that's what I mean. The Olive Garden salad comes down this one pepperoni, and now y'all have to fight out it. It's always four people at the table. Yeah. And it's just right on top, too. Yeah. Not even mixed up. All you have to do is ask for more, Nelson. But you got to get the prong. The prongs make it. I'm they do. You. And they're cold. They they're do. always cold. And that cheese, and then you just gr- and, and you grind. You hear that noise when you mm-hmm. hit the bottom. Of that. So delicious. Yeah, and that's so why delicious. and that's why it's different. It's always different. Never tastes the same at home. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. You get those in as well, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you why baseball players are mad about fashion and what pizza chain is selling it by the yard. All right, get y'all that here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. 
Yeah. For the final round of headlines, thanks to good guys. Heating and air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Go ahead. Baseball players and fans are not feeling the new fits. H7. Somehow this feels even more authentic than the ones that we've been wearing. Some players, like Otani's Dodgers teammate Jason Hayward, speaking up as negative comments surfaced about the new apparel. From the Major League Baseball players will be wearing new jerseys this season, but some fans and players already hate them. Fans are complaining that the jerseys, which were designed by Nike, um, they look cheap. The fabric looks flimsy. Um, they're saying the logos are lower down on the back. Even some players are speaking out and saying that it looks like a TJ Maxx knockoff. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of them. I can't tell the difference. I can't honest. either. <laughs> but they're saying if you're a baseball enthusiast, you know every little change or detail that they make to a uniform. You sound like a bunch of whiny babies. That's what it sounds like. I guess. Yeah. They're it's like, not what, happy. What is that? It doesn't look any different, one. It does. A, a, a shirt's a shirt. So you think it looks like- It looks dramatically different. It looks terrible. Like how? It Well, for one, it's like iron-on numbers now and, and letters instead of stitched in. They changed the nameplate and the size of the letters that they're using, so the name is super small on the back. They took the MLB logo, which used to be up by the neck, and they lowered it down to like the the shoulder blades, so it's right above the name. It looks fake. It looks terrible. So it looks different from what you're used to. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. It, here's how bad it looks. Somebody posted a photo of an MLB jersey, and Fanatics, the company, responded on Twitter and was like, oops, we messed up. Email us about this, and we'll fix it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, wow. they're yeah. saying they did it wrong. That's why there's heat, because wow. they screwed up with that post. Probably it, so. I mean, the now seeing it side by side, the MLB logo looks like it was misprinted on the new one. Well, you know like what? Like it was stitched in the wrong place. Right. If you go to a Major League Baseball game, you'll have 16 hours to watch the jerseys and figure out everything you hate about it for all nine mm-hmm. innings of the game. So you'll have plenty of time to sit there and dissect it because it'll take so long to get to the end of the game. That's if you're lucky and get nine innings. It, 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 yeah. What do you mean you're lucky you get nine? Oh, until you leave? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, And then some of them are like, that's oh, little 12 and Like, shut up. You, baseball, you suck. Just I can't, be done. I can't believe they haven't changed that game up. Like, just I thought they did. They did. They added a pitch clock, and games fly now. It's awesome. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm really? saying. I thought yeah. they did. They shortened up the time. I we did a, a story about it. Oh, I don't know. I went to a 13-1 to game last year. It took two and a half hours. It was awesome. Oh, that's not bad. It was great. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, when did they implement that? Last year. Oh, see, that's I'm not that far mm-hmm. off. No, but I, we, just like we, in tennis, they have a serve clock, right? Yeah, so they speed the stuff up. Court. Either way, baseball still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I you know what? I don't think baseball sucks. I I've, I fell out of love with it after the strike in like the eighties. You know, ninety um, four. No, the late there was a strike in the eighties. Mm. There was a there, this was a one before that. I was a kid. I had no idea what I was mad about, but I was mad. And so, uh, you know what I like about baseball games? This is my favorite thing about baseball games, is I like to go and turn my mind off. I, so, I was, I'm joking about the time. Actually, I like going out there and just, you know, chill. But I love watching the two people, the old couple, that have been married for 60, 70 years. They got the old school score uh, book, you know, where you bubble mm-hmm. in, you know, and they're writing down everything. Nobody does this anymore. Nobody you- under the age of 70 does this, or unless you're in the business, I guess. But it's and they and they each have a beer like at like 80, 90 years old. They're sharing a nice cold beer and they're doing the scoreboard thing and they're just enjoying the hell out of the day because, you know, they got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing about a baseball game is watching those people. 
I think it's so cute. It's so sweet. You know, I mean, that's what they have. That's something in common that this couple that's uh-huh. been married for 50 plus years has in common. It's baseball. And when they look at baseball, they don't see baseball like probably the rest of us. They see it in black and white. They're sitting there telling stories about Babe Ruth. Uh-huh. You know, that's cool to me. That's cool. That's my well, favorite. Well, because they can remember when it was black and white baseball. <laughs> that was my point. Yeah. That's, that was, I didn't say I, didn't, I was saying it because they had an eye issue. I was just saying because that's what they remember. All right, second story. If a regular pizza isn't enough, Little Caesars has you covered. H8. Little Caesars' new pizza by the foot is radically different. So please observe a safe turning radius. No. Yes. Thank you and good luck. Little Caesars is testing a new pizza, which will be sold by the yard. So if just one of those little round pizzas is not enough, you'll be able to get an entire yard for just $20. It's going to feature the Detroit-style deep dish, which I think is amazing, and the three-meat treat pizza as well. Now, the only places that's rolling this out right now is Virginia and North Carolina, unfortunately. But if it goes well, then they'll probably roll it out everywhere. They should have done it during football season. That would have mm-hmm. been a great idea. And made like a football field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're at a little football. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, you associate yard with football. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would have been smart. Mm-hmm. And you put a little, instead of a little tabletop on there, you put a little field goal gimmick. Yeah. Toppings. Yeah. They've been selling pizza by the yard the exact, uh, since the dawn of time, essentially. They've had a square pizza forever. They're just rebranding the same pizza they had. Yeah. Because their pizzas were doubled, right? And it would be, it, it would be three feet. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, they're doing this hot and now, so you can walk in anytime and get a $5 yeah. classic-looking round pepperoni pizza. But that was Little Caesar's gimmick, was the the yard-long pizza or whatever. Is that the same as a foot? Three feet. Uh-huh. Mm, like, let her work it out, Kyle. <laughs> You, you that's what the commercial was. You didn't learn anything in the fourth grade class yesterday? No. Because they do teach that in fourth what grade. anomaly yeah. was because of Finding Nemo. Hey! <laughs> Something Dougie T can't do. <laughs> I'm going to post the video of the bug nose guy. You got to see this. No, you don't. You have got to see this. It is like you a really freaking horror movie. Never seen anything like it before. So we need to post that on the social media. That is crazy. Mm-mm. It's like going into a moving cavern, right? Oh. It is. It, it, you watched it, right? Yes. This guy has. I sent it to you. Hundred and why did you thought you sent it to me? Oh. hundred and fifty bugs burrowed in his nose. It looks like the movie Aliens. Yeah, that's exactly what it, it looks like. A movie, and they're in a cave, and it's dark, yeah. and they're like, "The ground's moving, Bob. Uh-huh. Why is the ground moving? Well, hold on for a second. Flashlight." It's alive! You know, that's what it looks uh, like. Uh, yes. We're the little aliens. All right, let's get out of here. What do you got? Nikki D, love the kids. There you go. All right. The enthusiasm. Nikki D, Nelson. Uh, yeah, Little Caesars, enough with the by the yard. Bring back the bacon wrap pizza already. It's enough. <laughs> Angry. <laughs> it's enough. And Kyle. 10 to 2 today on ESPN 1320. Going four hours. There you go. Listen to that show. Mm. The best at what they do. Mr. Kyle, hardest working guy in the business. All right, stick around. Uh, Mickey is up next. Three o'clock, it is the Abe Cannon Show. Have a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening, not anymore. The BS.